Hey, Short Porch listeners, you can find us every Thursday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Welcome to another edition of the Short Porch. I'm your host, Hubs alongside me on the other side of the laptop, Tommy Smokes. Tom Scabelli, what's happening? What's up? What's happening? I don't know why I just took your line, but I, just, I did. Absolutely just stole my line. Jacked it. We're back. I mean, it's been a while. I feel like it's been, I mean, it hasn't been that long, been, but uh, like... I was like excited. 10, 11 days. I was excited. Yeah, yeah for there's sure. Stuff, um, there's stuff to talk about. You know, it's been uh, it's been a, a slow a slow month for Yankee news in terms of besides just rooting against the Red Sox, but we're now at the point where things can actually happen in the Yankee universe. Yeah, I'm starting to get sleep again. Starting to eat full meals again. Starting to become a yeah, human. You were like again. dying last time you we were on. You like yeah, you, were saying you couldn't finish meals. What whatever happened with that? Yeah, I mean, I just kind of just ignored whatever the doctor was saying and did my own thing and just started the. I think it was just like I, I just mentally got strong again and I started to eat again and uh, I haven't really gone outside much, but we'll, we'll get there. That's actually I don't know. It's getting dark early now. I kind of just want to go to bed at like five o'clock now. Um, but I, I, I said this the other day. I like when it gets dark early. I don't mind it at all. Um, I think I minded it more when I was a kid and I liked right. playing outside and riding my bike and shit and having to catch. And now I'm like, you know, a, a, almost gonna be 25 year old, actually a month from today. I'm 25. Congrats to me. Happy um, 11 months. Thank you. And, uh, Nick's are now 19 to six. This is great. I'm a, I, I, I'm, I'm always a big Nick fan, but I'm starting to become a Nick fan on Twitter. Like I never really did. And it turns out like, I mean, obviously I'm a Packer fan too. So like the, the, the Venn diagram of Yankee fans and Packer fans, like, it it's not there. Like there's not that many. But Yankee, then, aren't you Yankees, Packers, Lakers, Alabama, UNC basketball? No, Syracuse, and we're actually fucking awesome at sports. Fucking awesome at it. We're gonna get to that. Um, but the Venn diagram. Of, oh, I'm gonna fucking mention it. You fucking kidding me? And because it's at Yankee Stadium, we there's there's a oh, true, true, no flat. Um, but the Venn diagram of Yankees Knicks fans is there. So like my Knicks tweets actually do well. So I'm going to, I'm going to keep doing that. I, I thought the, the Sixers trading for Jimmy Butler was a clear fear move of Alonzo trio just being awesome. They're just, they're very concerned for the future. So they needed to get a shutdown guy defensively. I don't think it's enough. I think Trier will just destroy them in the future, but I loved Alonzo Trier in college. I was surprised. I mean, I know he had drugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But still, I mean, whatever he, he wasn't this in college but i guess like they kind of went through he was a, a lot. stud on a really good arizona team yeah they were i don't know well the, the real question is how did arizona like not win the championship with that team like they had a lot of good miller is not a great coach no sure isn't good recruiter he can pay people that's about it yeah all right so there is yankee news to talk about there's a lot right, we're gonna get through a lot with you this will be our big off-season Mega, even though I spelled mega wrong in the initial tweet. Um, so did know. you delete that? I didn't understand that because yeah, I retweeted one of your tweets. Okay, because I was gonna say mega was spelled right at the end of the tweet. You were like, apparently, I don't know how to spell mega. Yeah, because I was confused. Yeah, because I hate I hate when people tweet out when, when I, I'll delete because I I never spell things right. And then um, when I tweet about out, people comment mega with like the the star thing. So I just like wanted to right. cancel those people out of my life with just owning up to it. So. I don't usually do that. I don't delete for typos. I I probably should start, but (laughs) there's nothing worse than you think you have like a good tweet and then you notice one word's off and it's like, oh, 
I hope people still get it. I hope people still get the point here. Oh, you know, it was really funny. Uh, this morning, um, I had a, a, it was a tweet from the night we lost in the playoffs. Um, it, it like, I started to get like a ton of action on it again. I'm like, Oh, I know what you're talking why about. Yeah. Ellie happening? quote retweeted it. Ellie quote tweeted it. And I was, and, and then, it, you know, it already had like 2000 likes. Now it's like over that, but I was just like, what is going on here? And then I see Ellie retweeted. Unfortunately woke up this morning. The nightmare was real. Life is meaningless. We'll try again tomorrow. And she quote tweeted and said me texting my friends on Sunday after a super embarrassing weekend. Which is such a classic girl thing to do, and I tweet that when the Yankees are out of the playoffs. <laughs> There's nothing like more nerve wracking, nerve wracking slash kind of exciting than like you go into Twitter and just have a ton of notifications when you're no, not expecting it to. It's not exciting. It's nerve wracking. Yeah, it, it is more nerve wracking. It's like you just see if you're on, you know, you log off Twitter for five minutes and you get oh, back yeah. and it's like 20 plus or something. And it's like, uh Oh, <laughs> or you just be one tweet getting a ton of action. It's like who quote retweeted this, who retweeted it. What did somebody say? It's like, what did I say about the Asians when I, in 2007? <laughs> like shit yeah. coming out. <laughs> it's all coming out. Um, no, those have been deleted. Don't worry. Um, uh, all right. <laughs> so you're joking. Uh, you're joking. Of course. Joking. Uh, yeah. But, uh, Fuck, did I want to say something? No, I guess not. So we'll get into some Yankee news. We'll start. There's a lot. We're going to break down rosters. We're going to break down who we want, all the pitchers, whatever, all that nonsense. Um, We already talked about Brett Gardner coming back on a one-year deal. And I honestly forgot what I said on this podcast, but I'm pretty much against it. I don't understand that move at all, especially the amount of money. Um, But we're bringing that CC. And I like the move. I don't. Ha- I, it's $8 million. It's not going to kill their chances of going after anybody. Um. I don't buy Brian Cashman saying that, you know, we're going to stay in the luxury tax again. If we do, I'm going to start loading bullets into my gun. It's not I'm... Cashman. It's Hal. And I think, I mean, we'll talk about it, but I'm afraid they're going to stay under. We're talking about it. We're talking about it right now. You think they're going to yeah. stay under? Again? I, I'm worried that the way Hal keeps talking of, you know, he keeps saying over and over, it shouldn't take $206 million to build a contender. Might. But, it might. but it might. I don't know. I think they... I hope they go over. I think they – I don't know, though. I'm afraid they're not going to. But there was an article – Joel Sherman wrote a good article in the Post this morning where basically said there's been years in the past where they've tried to stay under. The goal at the start of the offseason was to stay under, but then an opportunity presents itself, like Masahiro Tanaka becomes available yeah. five uh, – yeah, four or five years ago, whenever that was. And you, you break off for it. So I could – it's crazy. Masahiro Tanaka's been a Yankee for five years now. Awesome. But whatever. Awesome sign. Actually, like, low-key – has been one of the best signings they've had in the last decade. Yeah, he's been consistently good. awesome. Yeah, um, I'm a little bit afraid that I mean, I it's there should be no fear that blank checkbook should be open, especially the Red, the Red Sox just, just won the World off. Series. Yeah. Exactly. Now I know they just won 100 games. They're going to say, "Look, we just won 100 games. How much more money do we really need to spend?" I get that. You know, the Red Sox had a magical season. What are the odds they repeat? Everything goes right for them again. I sort of understand that sentiment, but you have a unique free agent class with a couple of young 26-year-old superstars. People just don't hit the market at, with that talent at this age anymore or often anymore at all. So I think you have to open the checkbook. They have to blow past the $206 million. It's money. The Yankee fans support. They're going to support even more if there's winners. It's, it's not like the Yankees are going to be in trouble like the Cleveland Indians where they no. need to sell off because they're not selling attendance even though they're good it's or whatever. Yankee every fans, single year. Yeah. Yeah, they're going to support. So I don't mind seeing that payroll get up to two. I mean, obviously, I don't mind, but I want to see it get up to 
two thirty or something like that. It's not our money. They're not spending my fucking money. So spend exactly. Away. People were like, "Oh, you don't want you don't want to be the buying Yankees." Yeah, I fucking do. Well, yeah, I will I say, do. a lot of times people will say, "Oh, it's not your money." Like, why do you care? Just have them buy everyone. Like, I disagree with that. Fight says that a you lot. You have to understand what fight says that a lot. It does say that a lot, but you have to, and you have to understand, like, it hamstrings the team down the road. So yeah, yeah. it's not going to cost you money at all. But those big moves, if they don't work out, are going to be a problem. So I don't, I don't agree with that sentiment. But this offseason, yeah, I'm ready to open the checkbook. You'll see this team I'm about to put together. I think it's also concerning the fact that the Red Sox are going to have money to spend too. They're, they have like, they, they're, they're not like, t- like Carl Crawford's deal is done. Hanley's deal is done. Like they, they have money again to spend. They're right. probably going to let Kimbrell walk. Like they're going to get some people too. They're going to reinforce some things that aren't great. It's not like the Red Sox are going to be stagnant. The Red Sox are going to improve again, which is going to suck. And then they maybe they're going to give JD another extension or something like that, or or sale. I don't know, but like they're they have money to spend. It's not like there there's a there's a stupid idea out there that like the Red Sox are so tied up with money. Yeah, they just spent a lot, but there's some coming off, and they have money to spend again. Like a little, not like crazy like us, but they have money to reinforce some things. Especially go get a closer. Um, I'm concerned they're going to go after Diaz in Seattle. Because uh, Seattle's doing this fire sale, and yeah, we want people from there too. But Edwin Diaz is like kind of a scary thought for Boston if they can land a closer like him uh, and give him some money. Or I feel like I don't know that would be a trade, but um, whatever they pay him after that. But yeah, so I, I we absolutely need to. I don't. You don't necessarily have to go over the luxury tax if you can make it work. But like, I don't I, see I, how they can. I don't see how they can um, if they're going to need if they want to make the splash that we hope they will. Um, and that doesn't even include free agent signings. That's trading for people too, because we're trading for people with contracts in, in what we'll talk about. But I just hope I just I do not believe them when they say they need to stay under this number. I think it was way more of a problem last year than it is this year. I mean, that, that's that goes without saying. But it's um, reset. They stayed under. It's been reset. That's wasn't the whole point. I thought over the past half decade to get under it once so it could reset and then you could have a you know a big splashy off season yeah exactly so that like this is what we've been waiting for for six years so um let's let's just fucking roll so what were your thoughts on cc coming back for that one year eight million dollar deal i was a fan of it i think his veteran presence alone in the clubhouse is worth the eight million i don't know what he his numbers last year were good um 150 innings had a three six i think era Sure, he faded a little bit, and he wasn't reliable in the postseason. He's not coming back to be a postseason starter. He's coming back to be a good fifth man, a good mentor. If we don't trade Sheffield, a good mentor to Sheffield, a good mentor to the younger guys, and just that veteran clubhouse presence. So I honestly didn't hate the move. I hate the Gardner move way more than the CC move. I, at first, did not like it. It was just like, why are we seemingly going backwards with Garner and CC. Those were two guys where, you know, they've had unbelievable Yankee careers, but to a degree, it felt like, all right, their time is up. They're not the same players they once were. Let's move on. Let's get better, younger versions of them. That was my first thought. But now that I, I think about it, it's, it is only $8 million. Now, if they stay under the luxury tax and they spent nearly $20 million yeah. on CC and Gardner, then I'm going to be really upset. Then I'm going to be pissed. But if you're going to blow past it anyway, okay. Uh, you know, they have three open spots coming into the offseason. They had three open spots in rotation. You got Severino, you have Tanaka, then you have three open spots. So my thinking is they probably didn't want to make three 
big splashy moves. They don't have to worry about you don't have to worry about filling three rotation spots all offseason. Exactly. Two big signings, a trade. So CC, you know what you're getting with them. Eight million dollars is very affordable, especially in today's day and age with all the crazy contracts baseball gives out. Yeah, he's not going to be the CC he once was, but he'll be effective. He'll probably have a stint or two on the DL, but elite innings. You can ask him every fifth day to take the ball. You don't have to rely on him to be a playoff starter. But he'll eat innings during the regular season. And now you can go into the rest of the offseason thinking, all right, we need to make two big splashy moves to get two real solid pitchers. And we have a pretty good rotation with CC as our fifth uh, going into 2019. So I like yeah. the move more and more as we move on. But I will say it depends on what they do with the other two. I, if the Yankees get J-Hap and someone else, I think it's a it's a failure of an offseason addressing I think, I think I'm mad, right now mad if we bring back Hap. Uh, I'm I agree. Set. I would have if the, my thought process One or the other Hap right was bring back Hap or CC. They chose with they chose CC. Okay, that's fine. Now go get two better pitchers. I think Hap I don't. Otherwise, nothing's different than last year except one yeah. pitcher. Yeah, like what are we, what are we talking yeah. about? You, you, you're everyone said. Improve the starting rotation was the only thing. Well, what are you talking about improving? We just brought back two. We're bringing back four of the five guys. What are we talking about here? What do you mean you're improving? We're getting one fucking one guy is not going to make the difference here. And it's not like you're bringing in um, like a Chris Sale type guy. Like they're right. that Chris Sale type guy is not out there in the free agent market. He's out there in the starting pitching trade market. But that's another story. That's not a guarantee. So we'll have to see. We're going to talk about who we want. And who I think we'll get. But at the end of the day, don't hate the CC move, and I'm with you. I don't think Hap is in play here. I think Hap goes to, like, the White Sox or something. I know they have interest. Um, I yeah. think he can get more money there than what we're probably – we'll probably give him an offer just to, like, like, like a bullshit lowball offer, and some other team will offer him, like, a three- to four-year deal because he probably deserves it. He probably, probably deserves a three-year – 60 he, he can maybe get 60 million no, from a shitty know. team that can just spend like why can't he's old he's too old yeah but he's crafty he like knows how to pitch just not in fenway well i don't want him in the bronx for that no I'm all, yeah, yeah it, it was nice he had a good second i mean he, he was an unbelievable uh trade you know like he had great numbers but i thought you know let's get some younger guys let's get some young guys who who can yes. maybe get us some outs in october um next thing not really waiver wire of uh, trade trade wire free agent wire news but craig kimberl is a free agent um and he just won the world series no interest by the way for the zero, oh, zero interest on a guy who's diminished velocity the last three years and seemingly gave up a home run every time he was pitching to somebody in the playoffs or almost a home run it was like well, he was he was he ended up being i, I guess perfect but, all right you're gonna, uh, you're gonna fucking suck dave's dick a little more no i'm i'm serious he ended up being like good he ended up him. doing everything he and he was really fucking good. city a heart attack well, once he stopped pitch once he stopped tipping his pitches in the world series he was fine like that was all eric gagne whatever ta- gagne talked to him and figured out he was much better in the world series so i that being said i still don't want him but i i mean he, it's not like you could say he blew every game I don't want any part of Craig Kimball. I'm all set with Craig Kimball. Uh, but anyways, his agent, he is a free agent. So he's obviously looking for, you know, he just won the World Series. And like you said, sure, he didn't blow a save and he looked better. And he had a okay year, whatever. So he's looking for some money. I don't think the Red Sox are going to give it to him. I think the Red Sox are going for a different option at closer. Uh, I think they've had enough of him. And like I said, diminished velocity. His peripheral numbers are terrible. Um, all signs of like disaster in the next year or two. And that he'll, yeah. I think it he'll be out. not a need. No. 
So Craig Kimball's agent, I guess he's doing his job of piping his client up. Um, he's pitching his pitch to teams is that he's going to sit him down on the table and he's going to say, Hey, this guy, Craig Kimball, he's the best closer of all time. That's what he's, that's what he's telling people. I think it's, I think it's such a crazy thing that he should be thrown in jail. That's just my opinion. I think he should be thrown in jail, stripped of his license, stripped of his lawyer license. I think he need a lawyer license to be a sports agent, uh, stripped of all that and thrown in jail for like a month. I'm, I mean, th- that is such a slap in the face to Merritt. What are you talking about? You're the best closer of all time. What are you talking about? Yeah, I about? mean, he's he's wrong, but I'll be honest. I don't hate the move like by the agent. Like, he's doing what he's got to do. He's just uh, throwing it out there. I'm walking out of the meeting. It's such a crazy thing to say. Like, I'm just but like, if, oh, no. I mean, he is – like, his, his career numbers are awesome. He's a 1.91 ERA, million strikeouts a year. He's not the greatest closer of all time because Mariano – Numbers aside, just the confidence you had when he came in the game, the calming presence, especially in the playoffs, will never I, – I, I don't think it's a stretch they will never be matched in the history of baseball. But look, this agent – look, I don't mind every agent going out. It, Jay, Jay Happ's agent should be going out there. Yeah, he's the best left-handed starting pitcher of all time. Just throw it out there, see if anyone will bite. You seem to be such an idiot that you would, you would be okay with this move. I, if I'm a I, team, I'm walking out of the room for you to say this. I could be – I'm pretty gullible. So if, like, someone – You believe this. If someone tells me, I'll be like, well, like, he wouldn't just make that up. So I don't mind the move, but, yeah, I mean, he's wrong. I have a question for you. This is off sports. Do you believe in the moon landing, that we have people on the moon? Yes. You believe people are up there? Yes. Okay, so do I. You know why the reason is? Because there's plenty of, like, conspiracy things that make me think the moon landing didn't happen. Carabas will be the, like, he's, like, the first guy on that on that bus. Like, hey, it didn't happen. He'll give you 12 reasons right off the bat. He's, like, seen, like, 10 movie docs about this right um so the reason i believe in the moon landing is because of this stat because i always want the stat to exist barring any conspiracy theories 12 yes 12 that's a dozen men have walked on the moon mariano Mariano rivera allowed 11 men to score in his postseason career more people have walked on the moon than have scored against mariano rivera in the postseason that is insane that is a crazy that is like a like if I told an alien that like if the alien came down from from wherever and I told him that's that he wouldn't believe me. He also probably wouldn't understand what I was saying, but he wouldn't believe me. It's just such yeah. a crazy, crazy thing. He had a point seven ERA in October and November, ninety six game span. Craigie Kimball's pitched in like ten games in October. Okay, and everyone you got your heart in your mouth. Yeah, exactly. And Mariano, sure. Like there, you remember the bad Mary. You remember him blowing the O one game seven. You remember him blowing O four. But like, you don't remember anything. You, you remember them because they're so rare. Yeah, you remember his mistakes. You don't remember the other ninety that like no one even came close to being on base. Like he, yeah. I'm, I'm just gonna run through these real quick. These, so Craig Kimball, uh, he he's thrown a whopping twenty point two innings in his career, postseason career. Mariano, one hundred and forty one. Okay, Craigie. Uh, Kim, uh, Kimbrell and Rivera have given up the same amount of home runs in the postseason, but like I said, uh, Kimbrell has thrown 120 less innings. Um, until up until he retired, Rivera had saved 31 games in the playoffs where he had gotten more than three outs. Up until 2013, when he retired, that had only happened 32 times in the wild card era from anybody else, and he did it 31 times. Saves by Mariano at the age of 43. Yeah, he had 44. Uh, at, at the age of 43, at 44. Saves by all other pitchers since the creation of the modern save rule 
at the age of 43 or older, 46. I mean, these are just crazy. Kimbrell's 30 years old, and he's going to be throwing 75 in five years. He ain't touching that. He ain't even sniffing 43. He might not sniff 35. Um, let's see here. Going by adjusted ERA. Pretty new stat that people are using. Yeah. You know, new age. Sounds right. It sounds like it's a stat I, I would enjoy. It's like this is a better stat than ERA. Like adjusted ERA figured it out. Mo has been the single most dominant pitcher ever, according to the stat, starter or reliever. On a scale in which the average pitcher rates 100, Rivera's adjusted ERA over a 19-season career is 205. Not only is that the best uh, adjusted ERA in the history among pitchers with at least 1,000 innings, but nobody else is within 50 fucking points of him, the closest being Mariano Rivera. I'm sorry, the closest being Pedro Martinez at 154. So, he's great. I wish he'd come back. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna have a whole fucking when he's uh when he uh get, becomes the first unanimous Hall of Famer in a, in a few months, uh, I'll do a three thousand word blog about. That's it. not Just, happening, by the way. He should be, but it won't happen because there's gonna be some dickhead out in like Kansas City and wants to make a name for himself and is gonna say, "Oh well, closer only pitches one inning, can't be the first unanimous ever." And, and then I he will should fight that guy. Yep. I said it. I said it last year. I still try, try, challenge in the rough and rowdy. I'll fight that reporter. Sure thing. I'll train. I'll train. He's going to be like an 80-year-old named Good. Bob. Good. Let me kill him. Kill him in the ring. But, uh, yeah, Mariano, unbelievable. Thought we'd just do that. Well, okay, so let's get into a little – should we – how do you want to do this? You want to break down what we think will happen with the with the roster next year, and then we can we'll, – we'll just work our way into these names that we're – yeah, I say maybe we'll like start with this with this rotation. We can okay, give got, the okay, names so, we have in mind. We'll touch on the ones okay. that are rumored out there. Cool. Um, okay, so Gary Sanchez is our catcher next year. I think yep. that's set in stone. I agree. If you don't want him, if you want him getting traded, I think that's wrong. I think I think he looked he showed signs of being better in October and sub and in parts of September. He had a horrible year. I I know he's not that player. I just know it. He's too young. He's too talented. I've seen the Gary Sanchez that takes over baseball. He's still there. He'll come back. Plus, he's working out with Pudge Rodriguez now to block baseballs, which is great. Great news. Yeah, I I get aggravated with Gary like we all do, but there's not – I mean, people keep throwing out this name, JT Realmuto, but Realmuto, yeah. but I don't – Give me Gary. Like if it, it, I don't want it. Th- there's enough things Yankees are addressing this offseason. Let's not add cash to the list. Go with Gary. Romine's a great backup, and let's move on. Yeah, I think the whole Real Muto thing just complicates things. I mean, sure, better defensive catcher, no doubt, but he's not better offensively than Gary. He's not. No. He's not even close. When Gary's on, when Gary's on, I think he's the best hitting catcher. I mean, it's a crazy thing to say, but I think he's the best hitting catcher of all time when he's on. I don't think there'll be there's there'll be ever be a catcher like him, like when he's yeah, on. I mean, Pudge back in the day, he didn't hit fifty homers in a hundred fifty game span. No, but no, I mean, I agree. He, he, has, he has. Let's put it this way: he has the potential to be the greatest hitting catcher of all time. Yeah, it really does. When and that one hundred sixty plus game span he had was like one of the best stretches a catcher will ever have offensively, and I think it's still yeah. there. I genuinely do. I think. I think he was. I think he needs to get his mind right for sure, and he needs to surround himself with better people, like you know, to, to coach him up and mentor him. Pudge is a good guy to do that. Um, so I believe in Gary Sanchez. I do. I, I I I'll I'll be like the last guy on that on that ship until it sinks. I really will because I've seen 
I've just seen it where he just takes over baseball for like a whole fucking month and no one can do a thing about it. And like, and people say he's the most pure hitter on the team. Probably is because he hits all sides of the field, hits bombs. He he's an average hitter when he's on. Yeah, the fielding sucks. He's got to hopefully Pudge can figure that out. But I'm a Gary Sanchez guy. I I believe in Gary. If you want him traded, I think that's the wrong idea. I think you got to We should put our trust in him at least for give him one more year. You know, just don't don't one year. Like, all right, relax. I'm with um, you. First base wise, this is where it gets tricky. I mean, this is this can go a billion different ways. I think the team generally, I think the organization believes in Luke Voigt, and I definitely do. I mean, I'm his number one fan, but um, I, I think for sure he's. I mean, he's controlled for like next five years. Look, if we, if we do have something Luke Voigt, it will be it will do wonders to this team's payroll and the luxury tax because he ain't gonna cost shit in the next five years. Like they'll probably give him a little extension if this does work out, like at the end of the year or something like that, and make it worth his while. But like we don't, we are not obligated to pay Luke Voigt for like five or six years. So he's yeah, great. Uh, he's twenty seven. Um, I mean, if he really showed no, so once he really got cooking, it didn't stop. And we've seen this before. I mean, Greg Bird had a good month like fifteen years ago. Um, you know, Gary's you know shown the same thing. We've seen plenty of people have good months and just it goes away. I think Voigt's different. I do. I think. They saw something with him in St. Louis. They brought him over, and it was they struck gold with it, and it actually paid off. He's a good fielder. He's awesome in the clubhouse. The team loves him. The players love him. Uh, the fans love him. Uh, I'm I'm all in on Voight, and I don't think there should be even a competition with Bird. I think maybe they might put competition in quotes, saying there is, and then he'll just. Although Bird seemingly only hits in spring, that's like his month. Right. Like he, he fucking. I could see him hitting 450 in spring, and everyone falling right back into the trap. Won't be me. Won't be me, man. Um, that guy's. I don't know if you saw. It was his birthday today. The Yankees tweeted out, and I, I said I I have notifications on for Yankee tweets, and it popped up, and I just immediately quote tweeted it and said no. Just, I was, yeah, I saw that. I was just, just immediate yeah. no. Just that's not. And um, then I then I found a Luke Voigt video of him working out this offseason, doing shit with one hand again, crazy maniac shit. And I was like, yeah, this is a guy that that like doesn't just want to be here. He wants to win here. Fucking Greg Bird. Yeah. All right, here's my – I like Luke Voigt. I like him as a person. I think he's fun. I am not as sold on him as you are in that I'm not ready to just hand over the keys of first base to him. I didn't mean that, but, like, I think I think he should be, have, he should be on a beeline to be that guy. I think they should definitely – I think first base is a position where the Yankees should definitely be looking to explore their options. I, I don't think it's, like – catcher where you're pretty much set going into the season it's not right field got Aaron Judge not center field Hicks is our guy I think first base is you're not aggressively going to pursue it like starting pitching but I think it's something that should definitely be on their radar look I like Luke Voigt but there is a chance that he is just you know a two-month wonder and another thing is defensively I don't trust him a ton defensively I know I I think he's good defensively he's okay he's okay I mean he's not great. He uh, scoops the ball. He's got a good arm. defense as a whole was a little bit of a problem, especially at the corners last year. Van Duhar not really being too reliable. So uh, mainly just the corners up the middle. People there, forget right? the but, asshole who didn't pick Andahar's ball in Fenway in August was fucking Greg Bird, and they took Voight out of that game. People right. forget that. Uh, Fuck Greg I, again, I, I like Luke Voigt, but I'm throwing out the name. Right. What, 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 what's... Let's throw the name out there. Let's just get our thoughts on him. Bryce Harper. I 
Yeah. I, so, so yeah, right. I, I just came myself to the thought of Luke Voigt next year, and I believe in it for sure. I mean, you go sign Bryce Harper. I will not say no. I just don't think the Yankees plan on doing it. I just, I, I it's just, I just got a bad I, uh... feeling about it. But there is, see, like if they went and got Voigt, I'm sorry, if they went and got Harper, like that, they can still work Voigt into this, like the way they, that works is Harper becomes this like super utility guy. So he can play left, center, or right. He can play all the positions. He can play first. He can even probably catch better than Gary Sanchez still. Um, and he can also DH. So whenever Harper's playing first, Voight DHs. Whenever you know he's playing, whenever he's DHing, Carlos and left. Yeah, like and yeah. Let let's let's say something about Giancarlo here, buddy. You're not 38. You can still play the field. I, mean, I agree. Come on, man. Like I understand. Like you have tender hamstrings and shit. You're not on this team. I don't think it's DH your whole I don't fucking think it's career. I don't think it's him saying I I want a DH. I think well, it's just he's injury prone. His whole career, he's been fairly injury prone. Yeah. Uh. So here's my thing on Harper. He's probably the number one guy as a fan. I want this offseason. I just think he's super exciting. Uh. He is you know the biggest star in baseball. I yeah. think Mike Trout is the best player, but Bryce Harper is star the biggest power wise. Star. Yeah. Yeah. He's the biggest star. He's a guy. It feels like he was born to be a Yankee. Just something about him. Oh, the, well, the fact that he fucking grew up idolizing Mickey Mantle. Right, and, right. And his dad and field. all that. Yeah. There is just an allure to him that I can't get out of my head. Oh, also, for sure. he's, a, he's a lefty. Yeah. And to sandwich him between yes. Judge and Stanton is huge. That's a fucking wet dream um, However, in the way I'm designing my team this offseason, I... Do not I do not have him included on my deal twenty five man roster. I know everything I just said about him. But to me, and look, we've been we've both said this. There are two twenty six year old superstars hitting the market, gonna get big deals, but big deals that they are going to be worth it. I mean, we we're getting them at the prime of their careers for a long time. This is the offseason they saved the money for. This is what the Yankees have been waiting for. It is a failure of an offseason if you don't get one of these two guys. I'm sorry, Agreed. but it is. It, it, they are the biggest stars. They are game changer. You want to catch Boston. You want to make sure it doesn't become a Red Sox dynasty. You have to get one of these two people. Yeah, you won 100 games last year. Big whoop. You didn't win the World Series. You went out in the first round. They have to make a splash. And it's not just a splash to make a splash like, you know, old school Yankees getting guys at the tail end of their careers, the big deals. No, these are two legitimate young superstars, marketability, whatever you want to say for that on the business end. To me, they have to get one of them. I'll hear a case for either, depending on how you want to allocate your resources. Personally, the way I'm doing things, and we'll get to it, I'm going with Machado just because of uh, I think the need is going to be greater there, especially with a deal I'm proposing. We are on the same page. We'll say so that. I want Bryce Harper as a fan, but in my ideal GM offseason, he is not part of the Yankee 25-man roster. Luke Voigt is. That being said, I'm Luke Voigt is my starting first baseman, but that being said, the Yankees should definitely explore uh, other first base options like Daniel Murphy, Marwin Gonzalez. I think those are guys you might want to look at. Marwin Gonzalez, super utility guy. But Daniel Murphy, I mean, it's tough because he doesn't play defense. He's just he so he bad defensively. But he is the type of hitter I want on the Yankees. He's like a super high contact guy that you want in the playoffs. Like Hits he's 300, done. runners in scoring yep. position, that ideal type of Red Sox hitter. Great yep. patience, walks more than he strikes out, yada, yada, sure. yada. And hit in New York, too. Can, you know, he's proven he can hit in New York. Yeah, so I'm looking at him. I'm kicking the tires on Daniel Murphy. For sure. 
ultimately, I don't have him either. So I have Luke Voigt as my starting first baseman uh, going into 2019. Um, okay, I wanted to say something on Harper, obviously, and Machado. Uh, although we're going to get into Machado in a, just in a second. But um, people are scared about giving these guys a 10-year deal. And, like, you look at guys who recently got a 10-year deal, like Albert Pujols, Miguel Cabrera. Both those guys are, I mean, both those teams are just in purgatory with those contracts. Like, they are, right. like, it seems like those will never, I think I'm going to die before those contracts end. Like, Pujols is going to get paid until, like, 2040. It's insane. Um, th- it's different with these guys with their age. This is when you want to pay those guys that type of contract. It worked with A-Rod beautifully. A-Rod's first six years of that contract with the Yankees, which is, I guess was still kind of Texas because Texas was paying in the start. I mean, we're talking about his first year was 36 and 106 and hit 286. And a very whatever year. Then he started. Then he went forty-eight, one thirty, thirty-five, one twenty-one, and then fifty-four, one fifty-six, uh, and then had three more hundred RBI seasons before he, you know, started to tail off. But those first four to five years, he was an MVP, MVP candidate every single year. He was, I mean, the money, and he ended up obviously single-handedly winning us the World Series in '09. His first contract before we extended him was awesome. So it, it pays off, and he was right at this age too. This is when you need to do it. This is when you got to give these guys that money. Um, would I love Harper? I would love Harper, especially because the left-handed bat, and he can he can do whatever. He seems like he could play New York. I don't know how he would be about shaving that beard. I mean, you have to, but I think he would be annoyed. Yeah, yeah, yeah probably. But I I've, think al- he- I've always seen him, though, since I've like actually put a good brain in my head, I've always seen him going to Chicago. Like, it just makes so much sense. You got the Bryant, yeah. the whole Bryant connection, although now they're saying they might trade Bryant, which is total bullshit. The Cubs aren't trading Chris Bryant. Um, but you got the whole Bryant thing. Their, their wives love each other. Um, his dog's name is Wrigley. The Cubs desperately need a splash. It makes so many sense, so much sense for him to go there. Now you're feeling Philly. and it's Philly's it's like even money in, on sports books. Because they just want to spend and get that guy. It's just a matter of, it's a matter of they want to go there. Like Philly will pay. I think Philly could give him like four fifty. Like Philly's willing to go to that. They just need yeah. somebody to pair with Reese Hoskins so bad. I also thought they were always going to wait for Mike Trout, but Jersey I think that's a pipe dream. I don't know if LA ever lets him go. And he seems to like the LA life over there, where he can just, you know, put up his numbers and then not play in October. I think he's just totally content with that. Um, I, I yeah, the thing is with Philly being the favorite there at even money. I don't think we were even on the list. Granted, no, think, they were. Uh, the Yanks were plus eight hundred. I think they're like. Oh, really? Something. I thought I saw. Others. At least, I mean, there's different ones. I'm sure, but what I, I saw, the one I saw, Philly was the favorite, and then the Yankees weren't on it. But the other option was plus five hundred. So I was like, okay, well, that's the Yankees. You could have just fucking wrote the Yankees, which is right. a poor <laughs> job by the sportsbook because if you throw the Yankees on any like odds thing for a free agent, people will just yeah. throw money. People at will that. pound it. That was just a stupid idea, but whatever sports book I was looking at probably was, wasn't reputable because it's just a, it's a t- horrible business decision to not have the Yankees on there. So people just blindly bet them. Yeah. Um, but if you if I were to make a prediction today on November 11th, will Bryce Harper be a Yankee in a month? No, I don't think so. Where will it be? I agree. I think Chicago makes the most sense, but it seems like Philly is like a Philly seems like the place. I also I will say, say, however, yeah. I'll say this: there is an element to me that thinks we may look back a few months from now, the Yankees will have signed Harper 
and we're going to laugh and say, did we really think that Ooh, Brian Cashman and the Yankees, did we really think that Brian, well, you're ahead of me. This is impossible when we watch these games together. All right, all right, uh, uh, we're we're going to look back and we're going to say, did we really think that the Yankees weren't going to go after a once-in-a-generational 26-year-old talent who could fill a position of need, a lefty bat in Yankee Stadium, a guy who probably wants to be Yankee where the Yankees really just going to sit out on them. And that there is that thought in the back of my head where I think we may look at it and be like, yeah, like of course Bryce Harper was coming to the Yankees. There's also the fact that when Cashman strikes, the dark Lord does not leave a trace. He doesn't have leaks. There are no leaks exactly. to come out of the Yankees until, unless Hubs finds out. Cause I found out about Stanton the day earlier, but um, you don't know when the dark Lord is going to strike until he strikes. So the fact that people when, – when I hear reports from – I don't even know. Was it Only? Only has a source that he's reliable on, although Only does have good sources. But, like, when I hear Only say, oh, the Yankees – he's definitely not going to the Yankees. not going to happen. You don't know fucking shit. Cashman probably just planted that guy for you. So Cashman is very, very good at not letting anything out. He keeps everything close to the vest. He probably trusts about four people in the organization. Aaron Boone ain't one of them. I don't even know if Hal is. <laughs> he just yeah. makes his own moves. So when when you see Harper, people are ruling out Harper on November 11th. Relax. They're going to meet right. with Harper. They'll meet with everybody. They're, they have all these meetings planned. Do not worry at all. He's just gauging the market right now. He's got plenty of time. Anything you hear November 11th about a guy getting ruled after the Yankees is just wrong. Uh, everyone is on the table. That's just all I'll say about that. Um, so moving ahead. Second base, I think. So I guess this is interesting who we think the starting second baseman will be on opening day. I have Glaber written down here from my whole master plan. This could change if we just don't go get Machado because Glaber can just move over to short. But I do think we're getting Manny. So I have, I guess the rest of the infield, just say real quick and we'll just talk about it. I have Glaber at second. I've got Manny at short. And I've got Josh Harrison at third. Interesting. Okay, I'll give you mine. I have not actually checked if Josh Harrison plays there. I know he just plays a shit ton of positions, so let's hopeful that's. I have he plays everywhere. Manny Machado at third, Glaber Torres at short, and Scooter Jeanette at second. Now, see, Scooter, I kind of just got turned into. Um, wait, hold on, real quick. Just want to see if I don't know if it's Jeanette or Janae, by the way. Oh, okay. What's his name? Uh, Harrison has played seven seasons at third, so he could totally play. Yes. Um, Scooter is his stats are bananas. There, awesome. the stats. How does he have the stats that he has? It's insane. I was looking at it the other day, and I was really, really turned off. I mean, well, I he knew he had the four homer game and shit, and that's when like right. the whole world kind of learned Scooter Jeanette's name. I mean, we knew who he was, but we didn't really like pay attention to him. Yeah, I mean, I was like, his name Scooter. This dude just hit that. He had back to back years of he had twenty six. Back to back years of yeah. at least 20 homers and at least 92 RBIs. And he, so in 2017, he had 295, 2797. Last year, 310, 2392, made the all star team. <laughs> Career, 289 hitter. Lefty bat slots in real nicely into the lineup. The type of bat the Yankees are looking for, a guy that makes contact. He does did strike out over 100 times the past three seasons. But again, Everyone 289. That's not yeah, a lot at all. What are you talking about? No, I mean, you like it maybe a little less, but whatever. 25 strikeouts in today's day and age? John Carlos yeah. struck out like 200. It's true. 
Uh, but a guy that's going to hit for average, going to hit, hover right around 300, put the ball in play, a pure hitter. It's going to have some pop, especially a lefty moving to Yankee Stadium. Mm-hmm. Probably challenge for 30 home runs. So I'm getting Schooner Jeanette. I'm including Sonny Gray in the package because that's sort of where this all, sort of where them, it's all stemmed from. Sonny Gray. And to me, I'm telling the Reds this. Where Look, the Reds aren't going to contend. So it's like Sonny Gray, what do they totally need Sonny Gray for? Look, he's a pitcher. And I think he's a guy that could figure it out in Cincinnati. Look at Matt Harvey. And main pitch to the Reds is let Sonny Gray pitch great for you for four months, up his trade value, and you could get a nice deal for him at the deadline before he hits free agency. So Sonny Gray, but it's going to take way more than him, I think. Well, not way, but it's going to take more than him just because – I mean, Jeanette's a 28-year-old all-star second baseman. It's going to take more than a guy who's being cast out of New York City. He has, what, one year left on his deal, though? Sonny Gray? Scooter. Scooter. Uh, Let me check. Yeah, he does. One year. So that's the incentive of trading Scooter, isn't it? All right. Well, we're not going anywhere. So it's one for one. You get to, you know, they want Sonny Gray. And then I'd probably add Johnny Lasagna in the mix. Uh you know, number three prospect on the Yankees, righty. He's a guy I think the Yankees can afford to lose. And if I had to add, you may have to add another lower tier prospect, maybe like Domingo Acevedo. I would probably also include. He's like a higher tier prospect. Domingo is a higher tier prospect. I meant meant lower than uh, Johnny Lasagna. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, Scooter would be awesome. And if the Dark Lord can pull off Scooter for Sonny, I will laugh out well, loud. Well, he can't. He can't. But uh, that's why I'm, I'm adding lasagna and acevedo. Is... Again, if you think that's too much, maybe you go to like a Med- Louis Medina, someone like that. Uh, but I think I would honestly do for I would do it for Sonny, Johnny, lasagna, and acevedo. That's a lot. I think you only need one of those prospects. I think was it the Reds and the Padres are the teams that love Sonny, right? The Reds, I do know. I, I'm not sure. I think the Padres, the Padres were definitely on that list, um, which is crazy. But there's a lot of, there's a lot to take in. That Sonny's numbers, Pitchers Park out there. Yeah, Pitchers Park. Sonny's numbers outside of Yankee Stadium were excellent. Well, not excellent. They were very good. The kind of lie there is the like, oh, let's hope they don't research those numbers. Is that like half of them came against the Orioles? So it's not right. like he was. Face, he, it's not like Sonny was going into Fenway and throwing seven shutout. Most of the starts were against like the Royals and the Orioles and the Blue Jays. So it's like, it's it's like, oh yeah, look at these road stats. They're awesome. Please don't hit the game log. Please don't look at who they were against. Um, I mean, I have no doubt in my mind, Sonny Gray will throw a no hitter against us next year, and he will win nineteen games for like. Yep, I have no doubt either. For some, and Cashman has kind of said that he's been like, he's a good pitcher. It's just not working here, but he'll figure well, it out. Well. That's him saying that after saying, like, yeah, he was a disaster here. So he had to, like, save face somewhere. Like, right. he was a disaster in New York. Could not handle us. Oh, but he could be really good elsewhere. I promise. Please give us something. To be honest. But it's it, true. I mean, teams yeah. are trading for him on the potential of what he could be, obviously, more so than what he's done. Yeah, I mean, and this goes for this. I mean, A.G. Burnett, same thing. Awesome on Toronto. So-so with the Yankees had a really good World Series start that I'll really never forget against Philly. Um, but and he really found himself again in Pittsburgh, you know, kind of same thing. I mean, there's, there's a long history of guys who could not pitch in Yankee Stadium and could pitch it elsewhere. There's just a long history yep. of that. Sonny Gray is a part of it. He's kind of the number one guy. Um, they are obviously trading him. If they can land Scooter Jeanette, that'd be fucking fire because he's he is. I mean, he's never played in the postseason, but. To my knowledge, um, uh, but, he might have in Milwaukee. I feel like 
Yeah, see, I don't know. I forget what Milwaukee was like in those. I don't. They, Milwaukee sucked. I'll, I'll like. look it up. I'll look it up. But oh wait, I can just literally find. I it. don't know. I don't see any postseason. Yeah, he hasn't pitched. He hasn't played in the postseason. Um, he has pitched, uh, before. Thrown one inning, gave up two runs. So can't pitch him. That stinks. Yep. Um, his FIP is twenty two point one six. Not great. Um, Scooter would be great. And I've you know. They're explaining your Josh Harrison move. What'd you say? I said, that, what, what's your Josh Harrison move? Oh, well, I mean, I Harrison's that. a free agent. And he's he's just perfect for, like, contact. Being a contact guy, can play a ton of positions, can play third. Um, he has played in the postseason. He's hit in the postseason. He just seems like a very good Yankee move. Yankee move. Him and, like, Brantley coincide with each other. Like, these guys are, like, the perfect people we need to add. Like, contact Contact heavy. I don't know about. I mean, Harrison. Like last year, Harrison at two fifty with the two ninety three. He had a bad year, but year year before two seventy two, which is career. I mean, they're pretty good. Hitter. What is it? Yeah, I don't know. Two seventy seven for his career with the three seventeen OBP. I like him. Not great. Doesn't really have power. I'd consider. I'd consider him. Uh, I just. I'd rather make the splash for Jeanette. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, I kind of wasn't even thinking about. I, I I've only seen Scooter Jeanette off like fan theories. I haven't really seen him off like real people like saying, "Oh yeah, like the Reds no, would give him up." Yeah, I agree. But that's, I mean, that's sort of what we're uh, say about Cashman is that a lot of those type of moves you don't see coming. And right, we do sure. know that there is interest for Sonny Gray. We know that Scooter's going to be a free agent soon. We know the Reds are looking for prospects. I don't think it's a pipe dream. I also think, I mean, Didi in my mind is going to be Yankee for a long time. I think that the Tommy John will not scare off the Yankees. I think they'll, I mean, hurt his value really sucked the timing wise for his contract extension, which I think he would have gotten probably this off season. But I think, I think Manny will be a Yankee. I think he's going to come on the cheap, cheap. I put in quotes, but he's not going to cost three fifty. Um, I think it's going to be closer to two fifty, maybe even lower than two fifty. Um, he'll play. He'll live out his dream of playing short for the Yankees to start for the first four months. And Didi will come back around August and Didi will go to short and then Manny will slide back over to third or something and they'll figure out with Harrison, maybe a DH or whatever. But um, I think they'll sign Harrison. That's so tricky because I don't know if Harrison will go for a one-year deal, but maybe he will. And Jeanette works there too because Jeanette has one year left on his deal. It's like we right. kind of just want this guy coming in for the infield who can hit for a good average, good contact, but like we really, really don't want you here in 2020. So it's and then when Didi gets back, uh, right? I I would technically have a crowded infield, but you know someone could slide to DH or injuries take care of themselves, and you know who knows honestly how Didi's going to come back or when he's going to come back. So I'm not worried about an August crowded when I'm building the team uh, for now. And yeah, Machado, I just have him starting at third. Just I don't know. I think he's just I think you just got to put him at third. I mean, unless he really insists on playing short. Well, he doesn't. He's already he's waived that. He already said like we're the only team wants to play third for. He would play third for. Yeah, so, you know, you could put Glaber at third, Machado at short, but I don't want to do that. I'd rather Glaber at short, Machado at third as a really, really solid left side of the infield. We've probably talked about this, but how concerned are you overall for Manny with the young guys? You know, like he doesn't hustle out a ball, and maybe he's telling Gary and Glaber and, and, you know, and Andor if he's here. I don't think he will be. Um, Like, hey, like, whatever. Get him next time. Like, it'll be okay. Like, you know, he's got the Um, yeah, I Manny I, versus the media concerned. is going to be a disaster. It is going to be something, <laughs> but I'm not too concerned 
about that. He's just an awesome player. And he like is. I, said, I don't think he's, he's not going to cost 350 million. He's no. not going to cost 400 million. He's a big bat. I what wish would you predict the contract it sucks that he's not a lefty. Yeah. What uh, would you predict the contract? I would do. I would do like ten two seventy five. Yeah, I would do that. Um, I almost think he goes for like eight two seventy five. They just give him. What's that? I'm so bad with like averages and shit. Let's see. Um, yeah, that's a lot. That's like thirty five. I think just about thirty five. Yeah. So let's do two seventy five for nine. Let's try that. Yeah, thirty a year. I could see that. Two seventy five for nine. Two seventy five for nine or ten. I'd sign up for that. I'm really yeah, not scared. I would too. I'm not. I think he's gonna handle New York fine. I think. I think the the biggest concern for me is what does he want to play for? Because I know what Bryce Harper wants to play for. There's a reason Bryce Harper didn't take a three hundred million dollar or whatever the hell the Nationals were gonna offer him. He wants to win. He's gonna get paid wherever he wants to. He wants to win. Like he's tired of fucking right. being out in the first round or and and being this. Oh well, maybe if Strasburg's healthy, they'll have a good starting rotation in the playoffs. Oh wait, Strasburg's not healthy again this year. Oh, which fucked because what's his name is pitching again. i don't even know what the hell the guy's name is but uh oh Gio gonzalez whatever but um manny i don't know if he wants to play for the money or the the glory you know the the fame of new york or if he just wants to win i don't know I, and that's a that's I a think horrible it's, i think he wants move. to win but he wants to be a Yankee. And if you want to be a Yankee, you want to win. It's sort yeah, of like, I want you. He has expressed yeah. the desire for being a Yankee. I'm so big on uh, that. You know, he loves A-Rod. So I, I like that. And like I said, he is a superstar. And yeah, you're going to blow past the luxury tax with him. Who cares when the New York Yankees blow past it? He's a star. He's going to make them better. Again, uh, it, him, Judge, and Giancarlo back to back to back, righty, 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 or wherever they do it is a little scary, especially you see in the playoffs with like the at-bats Giancarlo had against like Craig Kimbrell. You know, tough righties are going to be tough, but which is really genius there by me. Tough righties are going to be tough, genius. but he's still worth it for me, Machado. So that's my infield um, for 2019. I mean, the guy we both don't have is Andujar, so I don't know when do you want to address him. <laughs> I guess we could do it now. <laughs> um, uh, Miguel Andujar will not be a New York Yankee next year. Um, I love Miguel Andujar. Love him. I almost think they're in my eyes. I am actually. I never look at you during these, so I'm going to look at you right now. I always look at this like stats. I see what? the tears in your eyes. What? Yeah, they are. Well, why oh, would I, I, you're asking, I I didn't know why you were going to look at me right now. Oh, I thought you said look at me. You have tears in my eyes. I thought that's what you said. No, no, I don't. I didn't. I said he's the rookie of the year in my eyes. Completely misread that. Okay. Yeah, completely. Um, um, I think they're going to get yeah, Otani. By the way, I don't think he's going to win it. Yeah, Otani will win it for sure. Yeah, but so he's yeah. the rookie of the year in yeah. my eyes. Is what I'm saying. Oh, well, for sure. I said it all year. Yeah, he's a t- the type of hitter I like. You know that the Yankees are going for 300 mm-hmm. type hitter. Contact rips rips doubles could get a big hit in a big situation. But the thing with me is Machado is just the best version and more of Andujar. So you're able to get that upgrade there. And, you know, that's part of the reason I'm choosing Machado over Harper is because I think Andor needs to be traded for pitching. And then if you sign Harper instead of Machado, you just really have a huge hole on that left side of the infield, especially with Didi Hurt. So that's why, for me, I think it makes sense to part ways with Andor. I, I love his bat. But if you're going to get other bats, I mean, Machado himself is, is a high average hitter. Scooter Jeanette. Uh, I'm going to throw out some other names out there uh, at you too. Like those type of hitters that you could replace Andor with. I think it makes sense. You don't want to just hope for Now I will say, I think he will become an, an uh, average 
defensive fielder. I think he will learn. You can learn third base at his age. He can get Four a little bit better. Disaster. Yeah, but I mean, I'd imagine he's working all offseason on it. So I think he will get to be an average fielder, an effective fielder. But I just don't want to have to wait for it. We don't always want to have to be worrying about his glove. I love him, but to me, he is on the move for starting pitcher. We'll get to him. We'll, yeah, we'll get to that when we get In to the rotation. But yeah. um, that's where I have him. I think the idea of moving Andahar to the outfield is a disaster. That's like Eduardo Nunez yep. all over again. That won't work. Um, I only see disaster all over that. I think he could be an average third baseman eventually, but I think mostly teams are going to, like, let's say if it's Cleveland. I do think it will be Cleveland. Although, does that make a lot Yeah, yeah, I guess it doesn't make a lot of sense. Because um, I, I think Edwin is a free agent. Um, I think he'll be the everyday DH in Cleveland. I just don't think they'll even fuck with that. And he's meant to be an everyday DH. The thing is, the Yankees can't really afford to just, you know, have a guy at 23 years old just be a, you know, we need the DH for other things. We don't need exactly. it for Miguel Andhar. And the fact of the matter is that the starting pitching market for free agents isn't that great. There are good pitchers out there to ha- to be had, but the cream of the crop are in the starting are in the trade market starting pitchers. And you know what? It's going to hurt. We're going to trade some guys this offseason. It's going to be painful. We're going to be trading some talent, but we have yep. to do it. You have to do it. So Miguel Andhar will be one of those people. I foresee him going to Cleveland for Kluber. I think Corey Kluber will be in New York Yankee next year. We're on the same page. Yeah. Um, so I guess, yeah, we, well, Giancarlo will be our DH or whatever. We'll figure that out. I guess the round of the outfield, Hicks is obviously going to be in center. I, I want them to extend Hicks. Maybe this isn't the offseason to do it. You wait a year. I don't. But you don't. Well, he's a free agent after next year, I think. Right. So extend him now. Well, yeah. I, uh, I, I don't, like I, I want. I like him, but I don't want to be giving him a five, six-year deal when he's going to be 30. Give him the four years. Uh, you have asked, all I hear about is Estevan Florial. Estevan Florial. I think he's Florial. gone. If, I don't think he is. I don't think he's getting traded. I think their whole uh, fucking system is gone this offseason. No, I don't think he's getting traded. I think he's the center fielder of the future. There's That's the reason you keep him. He's the center fielder of the future, so I'm keeping. Well, that's uh, clear. If they don't trade him this offseason, he is. There's a reason right. that he won't be and, moved. And, so we'll see. It's like they're not going to. Uh we so I, Hicks, let him play out this year. Yeah, we don't. But uh, and so I have Hicks in center, right? Uh, Judge, obviously, Giancarlo, DH. Are you signing anyone else in the Brantley. outfield? Brantley, I want Brantley. Me, me too. I, we, I said on the, the last podcast how Brantley, much I'm in love with him. The thing is with Brantley is he's so injury prone. But when he's healthy, not that's a lefty, and he hits for contact. He's the high. And he's he, worth and the he's, risk. And he's hitting the postseason. He has so much experience. I'm a big Brantley guy. And maybe you can maybe the reason Gardner is here, I mean, this definitely wasn't the plan, but it works out, is that maybe you can avoid Brantley getting hurt by playing him not as much out there. Like you can, you know, rotate you him and also DH him and have yeah. Giancarlo. Yeah, right. So that's that was that's my thinking is he's a lefty bat. Again, you want to add lefty bats to break <laughs> up all the righties. He's a guy who he walks more than he strikes out, consistent three hundred hitter, has power that'll play Yankee Stadium. Hit to everywhere. I am in love with the idea of Michael Brantley. I don't think he's not going to cost you a hundred million dollars. No, you know, he's the type of signing that can win you a World Series. The type of signing you'll look back on and be like, "Wow, I'm surprised he didn't get a bigger deal." You know, so I uh, I want Brantley bad. I want him to be penciled in. He's penciled in as my uh, starting opening day left fielder. 
but again, DHL out with Giancarlo, with Gardner, give him some days off. Uh, he, could, he could play center, too, if you want to give Hicks a day, because we know Hicks will probably be in the DL. So I'm going with Michael Brantley. Uh, I love the idea of that move. You know what his nickname is, Brantley? No. Do- Dr. Smooth. Don't hate that. That's unbelievable. Don't hate Dr. Yeah, Smooth. Great. He's 31. Um, he'll be 32 sometime next season. Uh, type of ex- numbers we can expect from this guy. I mean, he's a career 295 hitter. Um, he finished third in the MVP race in 2014. People honestly probably forget that. Uh, that year, he went 327 batting average, 20 homers, 97 RBIs. Granted, we're four years removed from that. Five years removed from that. So five, yeah, yeah. Um, but like you can, when you project, he reminds, he's he's like a Andrew McCutcheon but lefty, kind of. Yeah, 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 yeah. and younger. Um, but we're looking at like, I think from judging by these, if you can get out. If he can bang out 130 games, 140 games, we'll get 20 homers and 80 RBIs, which and a good yeah. average, and that will be and great. Like a 290 average, and that will be great. Yeah, he's never. Let's see, full season. I'm going to rule out 2016s. He played 11 games, but full seasons 299 is the lowest he's hit since 2013. So that's awesome. That's all. I'm that's looking a lot. I'm seeing three years, 45 million for Brantley, which I think is fair. Great, great. I would do that in a heartbeat. Great, sign me up. And then him and Gardner can spell each other. That's where Gardner, I guess, becomes value. I still think it just doesn't make sense to me why we brought him back. It's just for, for it's just like why it's yeah. so relevant. His career is so over with the Yankees, and they just said one more year. Uh, I guess before we go, as long as he's brought back as a fourth outfielder, I'm okay with it. Do you think he starts left field opening day? Uh, no. I, okay. I mean, obviously okay. not for us, but no, I think. Something will be addressed where either they do sign a left fielder like Brantley, Marwin Gonzalez is a name I also threw out there. Um, and I also, I also saw something on Twitter. Someone said that they think Brantley can maybe play first base too, which I like. Yeah, his boy uh, does just fall on his face. Uh, I could see Brantley playing, moving to first base. Never played it before. Left. Never played it before. No, but I, I, I think I forget. I saw it somewhere. It was like they think he could project to first base. I'm sure he can. So that's also was in the back of my head. Uh, so I, yeah, I that, but that's who I have right now as my starting every left fielder. But no, I don't think Gardner will start in left fielders. I think either you know you make a move for a DH like a Daniel Murphy or something, and mm-hmm. Carlos in left. So I don't think Gardner. I think Gardner was brought back to be the fourth outfielder. Okay, let's round out the bench real quick. We'll get into starting pitching and then relievers. Um, so I have Brantley starting left, and Gardner will be my guy, my first guy off the bench. Um, is Neil Walker free? Romine, right? Romine obviously Walker's given free agent. I think I'm bring him back. Yep, me too. Yeah, I like Neil Walker. And then we forgot about this guy, but Jacoby Ellsbury is still on the payroll. Oh, he yeah, but he's mean. <laughs> what do we do with him? You you don't put him in for you're not penciling Jacoby Ellsbury in. Keep collecting insurance. If you could keep him on the DL and keep collecting insurance, do that. If it comes back where he's healthy, he has, you have to play him, just cut him because you're going to be paying him anyway. Some cost. I'm an economics major, no big deal, but it's money they're paying anyway. And you don't, you shouldn't be thinking of it as as anything else. It's money that's spent no matter what you do. So it makes them a better team just not have him on the roster. Okay. I... I got that. I understood that one. My brain is not smart, but I understand. I, I've had some costs come into my studies at one point at Syracuse when I yeah. really wasn't paying attention. Um, we do have one more name out there. What do we do with Quinn Frazier? His brain, Quinn what, Frazier for me. If his brain's still working, which, it, I mean, he's out with Tyler Wade in California these days on Instagram. So 
seems like he's working his brain. I have him. I don't have him on my twenty-five man roster just because I have. We have five other outfielders. We got the Grant Legion. <laughs> There's so many outfielders. Yeah, Hicks Gardner. Uh, but I, I still, I, I mean, to me, he's expendable. Like I don't mind moving. For him sure. Completely. I think his value is so low, though. Right. So I don't. Maybe he's included in the Scooter Jeanette trade. I don't know. Kluber, I don't think he's a big enough piece to be included in that. Uh, but I'm sort in my mind, he's just like in Scranton, and we're hoping if we get healthy, okay. he comes up with, at a DL. That's where I have him. And then I'm re signing Neil Walker, one year DL, however much it takes. But I like that he could play first base. Yeah. Again, I'm not. Clutch hitter, too. On. Yeah, switch hitter, too. Could play uh-huh. third. Play really all over the infield besides short. And then my final bench spot, I had open uh, to maybe like Torres, Tyler Wade. Uh, maybe there's a free agent out there they signed, like Alcides Escobar, I think was uh, mentioned. But I, okay. I'm i leaving it open to someone in-house. Okay. Um, yeah, I would assume that bench spot would be an infielder because we don't have any here besides Neil Walker, um, who I guess could be that utility guy. Yeah, Neil Walker needs to be brought back in my mind. Um, yep. Greg Bird, AAA. Triple A or in a deal. The Just sun? not interested. What about the sun? How do we get oh. him on the – how do we get uh, – Short Porch Community, this is a question to all of you. How do we get Greg Bird's name on that Elon Musk list of, like, first thousand people on Mars? Like, how do we How do we just do that? Can we just get his how name? How do we get him to the top of the list? Top of the list, number one. He's got to, like – he's going to drive the fucking ship. <laughs> one of the best yeah. ship in the Mars. I hate him. I want him so gone from my life. If I have to hear... He's just not a factor in my mind. If I have to hear... If I have to see one more tweet of, like, this is the Greg Bird... Like, let's go. He had a homer in spring. I will light something on fire. I just... I hate that guy. I hate the notion of him breathing. I hate every time he speaks and he's laughing, even though we're not winning. I hate everything about him. I hope I hope nothing but the worst. I hope he's fucking flying that ship to Mars and doing something else on other than this planet. Stay away from my team. Don't put on my fucking pinstripes. Stay in triple A, double A, single A. Go to the fucking Staten Island Yankees. I fucking hate Greg Bird. I want no part of him next year on this team. Nothing. Agreed, Fair? agreed, agreed. Retweet, retweet, retweet. All right, sorry. I said to let that. I like grinding my teeth when I said that because I'm just so angry. Okay, let's get starting pitching. So Luis Severino is our ace. He's, he's back next year. Um, pray to God he figured out how to not tip his pitches because that's stunk. Um, well, he's not our ace, I don't think. And, you know, we what, both he's know. our ace coming back. We don't know who our yes, actual ace yes. is. But yeah. Um. Still have obviously all the faith in the world in him. Hopefully, figure out his second half struggles. Could you imagine if he just doesn't and he's just like this weird pitcher? Yeah, I don't have all the faith in the world. (laughs) Uh, I would say there is a little bit of concern still in the back of my head. I don't think he's going to be, you know, a pitch to an area of five or six like he did in the second half. But I I do have concern that he's not going to become that Cy Young first half type guy. I think he's going to be good. Uh, I think he'll, you know, hover around. hopefully a three low three ERA, but there is a little concern at least that it might not happen. Well, maybe if we had a real pitching coach, he didn't just fucking sit there and just yeah. fucking do nothing. And he's still back. It's an, it's insane. That's the most insane thing that's happened in the off season. It's that Larry Rothschild is back. Why? Crazy. 
anybody else. Anyone just else? Let CC, let CC be the pitching coach. There's a DM that I saved of like if CC just it's not working out pitching wise, can he just be the pitching coach? For sure. Yeah. Eight, I love that idea. For sure. I would pay him eight million to be my pitching coach for sure. Oh my god, it would be awesome. He'd also get ejected from every game. Yeah. <laughs> he would get yeah. he would be he would set the record for CC as a manager, he would just get he would also just get thrown out every game as a manager. Oh yeah. I He'd love be barking that like from the start of the game to the end of the game. It'd <laughs> be great. He would set the record for like qu- how quick you can get tossed from a game. He would set every ejection record possible. Um, you would have to basically hire two managers because it's like yeah. you have CC, and then you have your ma- for the like the first two innings, and then you have your manager for the third through ninth inning. We'd have to have like a closer manager. Like you have to close. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so CC's back. Severino's back. Tanaka's back. It's a good three. Obviously, CC's like your five, six, whatever you – I don't know really what he's going to do for us next year, to be honest. Um, I have here my starting rotation, so I guess – Before not really, you give it, here's, I yeah. was gonna say, here's how I'm sort of looking at the rotation. CC is your five. Yeah. Severino is your two. Tanaka, Tanaka is, your is your three or four. I'm looking – in this offseason, I'm looking to get a pitcher – they have two open spots. I want to get a pitcher that's better than Luis Severino, and I want to get a pitcher that's Tanaka-ish, like in that three or four type starter range. Okay. So I've got – I think Corey Kluber will be a New York Yankee. Um, I think he's perfect. Uh, he is the exact guy we need. Uh, he's pitched very well in the postseason, barring the last couple run-ins with the Yankees uh, and I guess the Astros, whatever. That wasn't the best start. But – Kluber pre facing the Yankees was excellent in the postseason. He had like a one ERA for quite a bit of time. Um, he can pitch in Yankee Stadium. He can pit well, I guess barring that October stretch. But uh, well, those were in Cleveland. Those starts. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah my mistake. Um, but I mean, his numbers the last even last year he was excellent. He's he, he's a innings eater to the extreme. He's the definition of a horse. He's absolutely an ace. Uh, what's it? His last, he's thrown 200 innings in his last five seasons at least, at minimum 200 innings, uh, racking up 200 strikeouts. Uh, his numbers are not diminishing whatsoever. Dude just knows how to pitch the baseball. He's been a, he's won two Cy Youngs in that stretch. Um, I'm a big Corey Kluber guy. He won 20 games last year. Uh, how much will he cost? The thing is, his contract is very team friendly. So he's almost. He's he's like Brian Cashman, Hal Steinbrenner's wet dream if we really want to stay in the luxury tax because you don't have to pay that guy. I think it's 15 mil for the next no. two years. So he's it, he's under contract for three years. Three years, right. Oh, it's team options, right? They're the team options. Yeah. yeah. So it's like it's an awesome deal. Yeah. It, he's like he's the absolute perfect guy that they should that they, if they really want to stay on the luxury tax, like perfect guy. Um wait a second. He's only twenty five? No, 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 no. Okay, 33. I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. I was reading debut. I was like, that's not correct. Uh, he's, he's 32. Be 30. Be... So that's the one concern. He's going to be 33 on April 10th. But I will say he did not throw. It's almost like Jacob DeGrom-esque, where he didn't throw 150 innings until he was 27. He threw 147 in the third innings in 27. Came in the league at 25 through four and a third. 63 innings in 2012 at his age 26 season. So he has more mileage on his arm. Yeah, he's basically like a thirty or thirty-one year old, really, with the, with the mileage. Less mileage. I know he's been pitching a ton. He's less mileage on his arm. Yeah, correct. He said more. So, yeah. th- 
uh, whatever. So for the next three, like he's been putting more on, I know because of the past five years, he's always throwing over 200 innings. Yeah. But I, I am so sold on Corey Kluber. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's, he's Klubot. He's, you know, it's an easy shirt to sell. So that's great for us. Um, I, he does not allow home runs is I think it's under one. Like this last year, he had one home run per nine, but they're excellent. I mean, all his numbers are excellent. Um, what would you give up? I think Andahar is in the trade. I think it's possible Sheffield is in that trade, um, and one more guy. I'd give them all. I have, I have the, I have those two. I have Andahar and Sheffield as the two headliners. Uh, and throwing Clint, you know, Cleveland takes back Sheffield. I don't know. I don't think Cleveland would take back both of Sheffield and Frazier. Well, I mean, might as well. I mean, we're offering them. Take them. Yeah, I'm. I'm definitely. I think Andahar is the centerpiece of the package. Uh, Sheffield is there too. Maybe you include Frazier. I mean, I don't know. Like, again, his deal is so team-friendly yeah. where it's so hard to project just how much he's going to cost. I don't want to really include Florial. No, no, I don't either. I'm not including Florial and Andujar. No, if we're doing that, we better get Scherzer. Yeah, well, I mean, Kluber is basically AL Scherzer. but Yeah, and way cheaper contract I would do a Brayu. I would maybe do Andujar, Sheffield, and Abreu. Could do that. Let's sign up for that. Abreu is that's two of your top four prospects, though. It's Corey Kluber. Yeah, maybe do that. A Savado, if you don't include him in the Cincinnati deal. Uh, you know, looking at other names like Lewis Medina, I threw his name out there before. Chance Adams, if they want a guy who's pitched in the major leagues. Mm-hmm. You know, I would I would just empty it. Okay, so we are in on Kluber. I think we're in agreement on Kluber. So he's my ace next year, Severino the two. Um, so then it comes down to, do you want to sign Patrick Corbin or do you want to go trade for James Paxton? What do you want to do? I don't, I'm not in love. I'm not enamored by either of them. I definitely do not want James Paxton. I am so out on James Paxton. Is it the injuries? It's the injuries. He's over 160 innings in his career. Yeah. He, I, I also, I don't think he's like that good. I mean, he, his numbers are solid. Uh, but he's not like core is ERA. He's had one year of a great at 3.90 ERA in 2015, 3.79 ERA 2016. Yeah. 2017, 2.98, but 3.76 ERA last year. I mean, that's not top top. I mean, I know he, when he's healthy, he's good. A, his fifth he's is dominant. always good, but I don't know about, I don't know. I just am not, I, I can't see them trading for Kluber and Paxton. I don't think they're making two trades. Well, I don't I, think you can deplete the farm system that much. I think you're know, we looking at one trade and one signing. Yeah, I've heard with with Paxton, they'd be asking for Florial. I think that's insane. There's that's no insane. Way. There's no way that's happening. Um, I don't know who goes for Paxton in that trade. I don't know. They're going to covet him because I guess they don't necessarily have to blow up their team, uh, but it's not working. I mean, they should. Uh, the, you know, the pieces they have are nice, but they're not good together. I don't really know if that makes sense, but yeah, Paxton, the injuries concern me. Dude has not thrown over 160 innings. It's always something. It's never something like crazy serious, but it's, it's always a back or it's a strained lat or it's an arm, you know, it's a shoulder. It's, he's always, some, it's always hurt for like a month, full month at some point. And I don't want that. It's not what I want to trade for. Um, now the thing is when he's on, his stuff is great. I mean, he's very, 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 very good. Um, and he's a lefty. But I don't know. So what do you think about Corbin then? Do you think Corbin's a Yankee? So Corbin, 
I'm torn on Corbin. Same. I I, I like him. Uh, I like I like that he likes to be Yankee. Certainly He's solid. Does. I think for if you get Kluber, if you're not relying on Corbin to be your big prize of the offseason, that's that's great. I mean, three it his numbers aren't blow you away. Like we're talking about James Paxton. Like Patrick Corbin has had four full years as a starter. Four years where he started over 30 games. 3.41 ERA, 5.15, 4.03, 3.15. I like that I he's gotten better in the last three. Good. I like that he's gotten better he's in the last three. Better. He's gotten better and better, and he's still young. He's 28 years old. So I like him. My only concern is I don't – I ha- so I did have him. Originally, I have him penciled in as the guy on my ideal 25-man roster. Mm-hmm. But I'm just starting to think if he's going to cost like 6 120 or something in that. Are the Yankees going to be able to sign Corbin and Machado and, you know, sign a Brantley and a Neil Walker? I know they're, if you're going to blow past luxury tax, you're going to blow past it. But I didn't do the numbers. I mean, you're looking at like a 240 million payroll or something at that point. I think I saw Corbin was going to look for, I forgot what the player com- com- contract was, but it was like six for 120 or something like that. I think he probably gets five for 100, I, I guess. Yeah, I like five for a hundred a little yeah. more. I mean, it's the same annual value. It's still twenty million. Yeah, you know, one less year you're tied to him. I, do I don't five. know. I the thing is, he's not he's pitched in Arizona, so like it's way different than New York. But the fact is that he wants to play in New York, and he grew up in. Did he grow up here? I think he did grow up in somewhere in New York, right? He grew yeah, up yeah, in yeah. New York. Like yeah, a he grew up uh, in Utica. Um, oh, he went to school in Syracuse. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, so that's cool, and but the. There is also this fear that like the pressure just gets to him. Does I've listened to his interviews lately because I like to do that with the impending free agents. And sounds like a confident dude. Uh, sounds like he's not does not seem to be like a sunny gray 2.0 in my mind. Like he just won't. But the thing is that we're really going off one good year, so that's concerning. You know, it was the first time. Well, he, he was good in in uh, whatever the other year I said twenty fourteen or twenty thirteen. Uh, he was solid. Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. Before he had the injury. What was the in- did he have Tommy John? Uh, yeah, he, yeah, he has that Tommy John. Yeah, yeah. So he has yeah, it out of the way. So that's nice. Got it out of the way. Hopefully. Um. Yeah. I, damn, he had two forty-six strikeouts last year. Where's that jump coming from? How do you go from one hundred eighty-nine pitches and one hundred seventy-eight strikeouts to two hundred innings and two hundred forty-six strikeouts? The hell did he do? Must have changed. I, I like it though. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot to be had with Corbin. Um. So. If you're going to rule out trading for Paxton and you get Kluber, I hate that we're like guaranteeing Kluber. It just seems Kluber just seems like the move. I think they're going to go all in for Kluber. It's not guaranteeing. It's just no. that in my yeah, ideal just... world, yeah, you're doing what you need to get Corey Kluber. He is, you know, the the matchup to sale. He's a guy you feel confident he's going to eat innings. He's everything the Yankees need. Yeah, I how the Cowboys get the ball back? Do you know? No. Field goal? Oh. Uh, but anyways, um, if it came down to Corbin for let's say five for a hundred. Or Dallas Keuchel, three for 60, what do you do? Corbin. You say Corbin? I, yeah, just because. You're not a Keuchel guy. I'm not a Keuchel guy. I, I know you or you keep saying him, but he's, he's losing. Pitcher. He just works. And he's pitching. Yeah, he's losing stadium. velocity. He's always been. I don't he's, know. He, he, like, he's like, ground ball pitchers can lose velocity. They like, they're, they just pitch down and they fucking, uh, they generate ground ball. Like, they, he's not a, he doesn't, the problem with. Keiko is that I saw this in this fucking series against, I mean, you've seen this last couple of years. He's a nibbler. He's like a sunny gray nibbler. He's way different. Right. He is a way different mentality than sunny gray. 
like he's not a bitch, but he's a nibbler. Like that's he paints corners. That's how he gets by. That's a frustrating way to watch. You know, like, that's like a and he C- he CC. He's just CC. Uh, that's a, a good way to put it. He's CC. Yeah, he's pretty much CC. And do we really want two of those guys at the back end of the rotation? Right, like, especially so... against all those righty bats in the Red Sox offense. I know Corbin's a lefty too, but at least he's you know more of a power pitcher than Keuchel. I right. just I don't love the idea of Keiko. I think he's just going to get worse. I don't think he's going to be awful, but I think he's going to get worse. And I don't think he's a good matchup at all against Boston. I'd he rather he's down to shave his face. Yeah, great. I, I, you know, everyone could shave their face. It doesn't mean they could be a Yankee. I mean, you know, it's got to be a little bit more of a criteria. Uh, and also, if you're going to tell me it's the same annual value of Corbin, that's yeah. not worth it. I'll do, I'll spend the two extra. Okay, years on three Corbin. for forty-five. It's five million. I like it a little man. more, but it's yeah. still it's five million a year. Yeah. Like that's the thing. Is that really that much of a difference? So the so Yankees in my more be. and more. I don't know. I, they're going to be past the luxury tax at that point anyway. I would think so. To me, I was on Corbin, then I was off him because I was like, maybe if you're going to go for Machado and you're going to sign Brantley, can you also afford Corbin? But now that I think about it, whoever they sign is going to cost you probably at least 15 mil, even Jay Happ. So why not just spend the extra five to seven yeah. million, whatever yeah. it is, get the younger guy in Corbin. So I'm on Corbin officially. And remember, just if you want to think, if you want to make it easier to swallow, imagine the money you're paying to Corbin is what you're paying to Kluber and the money you're paying to Kluber is what you're paying to Corbin. You just fucking broke my brain. All right. You know I think, what I'm you're get, think about it, you're getting a pitcher getting $20 million and a pitcher getting whatever, $10 million. Uh-huh. Imagine, you know, imagine 20 million is for Kluber, 10 is for Corbin oh, okay. the way around, but whatever. Got it. Um, okay. So I think we're in agreement with our starting rotation. So. Yeah. Wait, did we name five? Am I missing somebody here? Corbin? No, we said there's two open spots and we both have them. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And Corbin. Um, so we've got Severino, Kluber. Well, so I guess we'll go Kluber, Severino, Corbin, Tanaka. That's a good four. I feel good about that. Really good. CC rounding it out. Right. I and I think Montgomery. We're both including Sheffield. To- and Montgomery. Montgomery's like July, August. Forget about Jordan. Right, you'll have him back. He's good. I like Jordan. I've always been a Montgomery guy. Yeah, me too. So you'll have him coming back. I still like the idea. You're losing like your sixth-ish starter with Sheffield. So I'm trying to look for like names out there. Like I'd like to sign a veteran. Remember when they signed Freddie Garcia and Bartolo Colon in like 2011 to both be sort of fifth, sixth starters? I have the answer. I mean, Bartolo Colon is still literally out there. It's crazy. He actually somebody... is. Uh, he is available. He actually is available. Yeah, <laughs> that's insane. But somebody like that is uh, who I'd also like to. Include. I have the answer. He would take him. Who? It's within the organization. We don't need to go get like a 45-year-old guy. Although Tolo would be hilarious. Michael King will be in the – I'm a Michael King guy. Michael King is – he likes us. We like him. Michael King, big fan of Michael King. We might have – good chance we have him at some point in the offseason. He's a good dude. Um, I I am all in on this guy. I've talked about him a ton in recent podcasts. He's the guy we we got over from Miami as a throw-in when we gave them – Fuck, I'm blanking on the two names now. Garrett Cooper and Caleb Smith. Caleb Smith? Yeah. Um, we gave them over to Miami. It's just throwaways, and we got back Michael King. He was a single-A pitcher at the time. Really was nothing Miami to think about him. Obviously, the Yankees saw a little bit in the analytics that Miami didn't because they don't probably pay anyone to do that. And um, he just took off. Cashman has said it since that, like, we didn't trade for this guy, but it ended up working that he's, like, one of the best pitchers in our organization now. Um, dude had like a, he almost was, he seemingly was pitching a no hitter into the sixth inning, like 
every start in the second half of the season. Uh, had his numbers across the board are great. I'm a big Michael King guy. I think you could see in that fifth spot at some point, you know, it could be either be CC. I think CC is probably our first half fifth guy, and then he'll fade off. And then it's going to be a little Montgomery, could be a little Michael King. I think they'll make it work. I think it'll be one of those three guys will be, but I think King is the answer. I think King could be a big time pitcher for us. Like, I, I also like the idea of him maybe in the bullpen. Who? King? Uh, needed King. Okay. I mean, you hate to you hate to put a starter in the bullpen, but if they do need bullpen help at some point, I like the idea of him being a guy that could come up and help. Uh, but yeah, and then I would sign. I would just sign a a starter who an older starter is going to take a minor league deal. Uh, I'm not sure who up top. What's Jason Hamill's deal? I I just saw Jason his Hamill. Jason Hamill's got to be available. He is available, but I'm wondering like I'm going to run through real quick. Michael but, King's numbers last my year. My being slow. Michael King in high A last year um, in 40 innings had a 179. In double A Trenton in 82 innings, he had a 209 ERA. And in triple A in 39 innings, had a 1.15 ERA. The dude just doesn't give up runs. Um, and he strikes out people. I'm a big Michael King guy. I just uh, walk quick update. Me. Quick update on Jason Hamill. He is awful. Uh, and and 14 with a 6.02 ERA this past year. 8 and 13 with a 5.29 the year before. So maybe not Jason Hamill. But he would have kept the minor league deal, I'm sure. Hold on. I'm just going to pull up the list real quick of starting pitching free. So let's just go through them. Let's just see if we could find that. Oh, wait. What do you think about Carlos Carrasco? What are your thoughts on Carlos Carrasco? Uh, I totally forgot. He's another big name. He is a little more injury prone than uh Kluber but and also like he's only a year or two younger so it's not I, I in my head I, I would have thought he was just younger I thought he was like 28 if I had a guess uh but yeah. he's really like 31 32 so I to me I'd rather just pay a little more and get Kluber I'm just gonna run through these names because we missed a few guys uh starting pitchers like that could fit this fifth role or something Matt Harvey think about Matt Harvey uh no, I mean just because the way I'm looking at it is I'm not the Yankees need to the Yankees have two open spots for starters, and you have to improve where you were from last season. So you have to get, I think, a, a front line guy and then someone that's better than like J Hap. Um... That's sort of how I'm looking at it. So Matt Harvey doesn't slot in there unless you're telling me Matt Harvey's going to take a deal to be the sixth starter, but I don't think he is. Drew Pomerantz. I'm kidding. Just kidding. Uh, Adam Wainwright. I mean, he's just a name that excites you because I know. Of Wainwright. But I love Wainwright. I mean, maybe, maybe he's a guy that would come for like a low deal. What, what were his numbers last year? He was hurt for the first half, I think. He's hurt yeah, for like months. Four with a four point four six. Mm-hmm. Year before ERA over five. I mean, if he would accept a really low deal where he knows he'd be like the sixth starter, I I would do that. How out on – I'm just looking at his name. I know we both hate him. What if we brought in Charlie Morton? No. Again, he's just someone that – well, first of all, I would never – I'm just talking anything. in general. I'm not even talking about the fifth spot. I'm just talking what if they sign Charlie Morton. It, again, he just doesn't fit the bill for me. Like he's not good enough to be one of those two guys. He, he would be a get. disaster for us. I think I think his like magic in Houston would just run out and he would be, go back to like, oh. Pittsburgh Charlie Morton. It would be like Jeff Weaver. Yeah, yeah exactly. And fucking doesn't don't you hate his cousin or something you hate or like from Fordham? Don't we like hate him? 
his cousin chirps me on Twitter whenever yeah. I talk about Charlie Morton. Yeah, but he too. does hate the Yankees, so that would be a pickle if he if he goes to the Yankees. I don't know if he just hates the Yankees on Houston. I, mean, I don't know if I've even ever met him, but I just every time I talk about Charlie Morton, he like takes it as an insult to his family. It's like no, like I just don't like Charlie Morton because he beats the Yankees face. Yeah. Um. Hmm. Edison Volquez, nah, Drew Smiley, Hunt. Ryu is interesting. Ryu could be, I mean, like we talked about this already, like yeah, Kuroda. I thought about Ryu. But I don't know if he yeah. fits that role. Yeah, he's like just a downgrade of a core. Tommy Malone kind of fits that role. He's Tommy such like, Malone, yeah. He's I such a clut. Oh my God, that'd be perfect. Tommy Brandon Malone McCarthy. From Staten Island. I don't know if yeah. he's from Staten Island. But... Probably is. Uh, yeah, so I want to sign like one of those type of guys just to have insurance because you know yeah. gonna, CC is probably going to go down. But you know you do have King. Uh, but if Sheffield's gone, then you just I want I'm all right with Sheffield being the sixth starter. But I'm assuming Sheffield is gone for Kluber at least okay. in in our world. Yeah. Okay, let's go to relievers. Um, so how many relieving spots do we have here? So we have the nine hitters. So I have seven. We we should both have seven, I would think. Unless I mean I know the Yankees do sometimes like to carry eight and then put three on the bench. I like having four bench players. Let's cook with seven. Let's let's pick seven. So obviously Rollis, obviously Dellen, obviously Chad Green. I think those are three yeah, locks. Those are and three Holder. Locks. And Holder. I think Holder's a lock too. Holder too. A little less so, but yeah. Yeah. I think Canley comes back. Five. Um I, I think, think David Robinson, Robinson is getting re signed. You think so? Yes, because he fired his agent. Did I he? think apparently because yeah, he's like representing himself, which a lot of, is making a lot of people think that it's just like he wants to come back to the Yankees, and they oh. may have like something sort of worked out already. So I think okay. he's come back to the Yankees on a pretty affordable deal. Uh, he wasn't; he's not the same pitcher he once was, but he's still pretty solid. He's still a guy I trust in a big game, big time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I have him, and he's. I don't think they're going to re-sign Robertson and Britain just no, because Britain's gone. Britain's I think Britain's gone. I'm letting Britain go. He didn't wow me, and I just don't think he's going to be worth it. So I have Britain. So those are my five uh, main pieces. Briefly coming back. No, to that's six. Pieces. Oh, with Canley. Oh, well, Canley too. So I I had Canley. So I have one role for like Canley, Tarpley, those type of guys. I have Tarpley on this down list. There. I think Tarpley's going to be a force. Not a force, but I think he's going to be a mainstay in that bullpen. I, I like have what I saw in Tarpley. Canely spot. Okay. So I think they need to sign a lefty. I think they need to sign a veteran lefty just because Jack's the only closer. Oh, I put him down. He's a risk. I How about this? Justin Wilson. Reunite with Justin Wilson. He's a free agent. We had him for like, what, a cup of coffee? One year. And then trade him off for Chad Green and Luis Sessa. Uh, but pitched well when he was in New York. Has been pretty good since he's left New York. Still young. I think he's 30 or 31 years old. Okay. Uh, yeah, let's see. Last year, 71 appearances, 3.46. Just turned 31. Just turned 31. Yeah. 2017, 65 appearances, 3.41 ERA. 2016, he wasn't great with the 4.14, but his, his one year with the Yankees, 3.10. Just a real solid arm. Uh, he's not going to cost a ton. I I like the idea of bringing him in. He's a lefty that can get people out. And he's not worth, he's not the risk that Andrew Miller is. Doesn't have the upside of Andrew Miller, but also not the risk. I don't think the Yankees really want to be taking too many risks in the bullpen. They already have like Chapman and Batances, who are sort of inherent risks in themselves. So Wilson, just a real solid guy, I think, out there that I want to sign. I think you have him pretty affordable. 
Okay. I'm trying to see if there's any other lefties here that stand He's out. He's basically like Zach Britton, but like cheaper. I've I've, I've heard um, Ottavino's number and uh, worse, obviously. I've heard Adam Ottavino from Colorado yeah, come up a lot. Too. Yeah, he also wears yeah, zero. He might cost a little more. You know, he wears zero. Yeah, I don't like that, but it could be kind of cool. That could be dangerous. Wearing zero, I don't know if that works. I feel like the Yankees wouldn't let that. I feel like <laughs> right? So do I. They'd be like, it feels like something the Yankees wouldn't allow. Well, you're a clown. <laughs> if you don't allow beards, you don't allow people to wear zero. Yeah, zero is such like a look at me, look at me, look at me. But he's good. He's a good pitcher. Um, how about Joe Kelly? Just kidding. I'd rather kill myself. Yeah. Uh, also, Sean uh, Doodles there. He's a little old. Deekman. Deekman, I like. I like Jake Deekman. He's like he's a weird arm slot he throws from. I know. Yeah. Well, I, all these guys are listing like just one of them. You know, just one yeah, guy yeah, out yeah, there yeah, yeah, that yeah. we could sort of like. I landed on Justin Wilson just for the purpose of this of just having a, a roster filled out but none, none of the names you've said i'm you know I don't, I don't hate any of the names you said real quick though you brought up joe kelly uh made me think of other red Sox. avaldi do you have any interest in avaldi we it's didn't gonna cost too much i agree and also i just don't want to do it like yeah, i mean i know the red sox won the world series like fuck you yeah i will say i'm mad that the yankees traded him like they could have so used him last year they traded him while he was hurt. They traded him. I know, but during time, like they, they got no just, value for him. I know they would have just trade? bit the bullet. They traded him to the Rays for I don't even know who. We get Nobody good. Let's see what we got back. Probably literally nothing. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm just not interested. He's going to cost too much, and you never know what that postseason did to his arm. Oh yeah, I fear. I fear. I said this to Jared during the World Series. I said, I mean, this is a Roldis Chapman Cubs all over again, where they just destroyed his arm. Yeah, I'm trying to find what that trade was. Oh, I got it. it. Was Martin really... Prado and David Phelps. No, Martin Prado. Oh, that was and David the Marlins. Phelps. That was the Marlins. Yeah. No, I'm talking about who did they trade him to for the. Ri- that's who they got him for. I'm t- when they shipped him off to the Rays when he had time. Oh, Johnson I'm sorry. Injury. I'm sorry. You're right. Uh... Oh, the Yankees just oh, released him. Jesus. Yeah. On November 23rd, the Yankees released Evaldi. No, no, I have. This is from Yankees go yard. The logic behind the trade from the Yankees perspective was unquestionable. Cashman acquired 25 year old starting pitcher. Man, typically. Wait, sorry. Wait, hold on. Oh, oh, oh. Well, that was a great trade in general. We got her- yeah. That original trade was Yavaldi, Garrett Jones, and Herman for Prado and David Phelps. That's like, actually awesome. Yeah. Trade. Um, yeah, I guess we did just cut him. Uh... Yeah, just cut him. They released him. I'm looking at it. Brian Hoke. That's so frustrating. Oh, let me just reinvent myself and be unhittable. I can throw every day. Oh, okay. I'm Nathan Yavaldi. I mean, I've heard they they they'd be so stupid to let him go, Boston. Yeah, give the give the guy whatever he wants. Let him be your closer. Let him be your closer. Like if he's their closer, yeah. no one's gonna ever come back from them in the ninth. He can just go five innings if he wants to. <sighs> I'm gonna stop thinking about that. So yeah, I just want to throw because we mentioned all the names on the market. We didn't mention now. I just want to throw them out there. But yeah. it seems like we're both pretty much pass. We're we're in a lot of agreement here. The only disagreement we really yeah. had was. The who our other infielder would be yeah. not named Andahar. Li- I think it is literally the only disagreement we had. Is I have Jeanette and you have 
Harrison. Uh, we both have them going for Kluber. Both yeah. want Corbin. Yeah. Uh, both want Brantley. Both want Greg Bird murdered. I think we're spending too much time together. Too much time talking to each other. Or let's just great minds think alike. Like the Yankees should. Can somebody, if anyone has any sources, can somebody get this podcast in the hands of the Yankees front office? I mean, there's zero down in my mind. Like I always, I do this every single off season, and maybe it's narcissistic, but I, I design my team, and then I'm like. This is the team. Like, this is the best possible team the Yankees could put out there. This is the team that can win the World Series. Oh, I mean, this team wins 145 games. Yeah, and it's not like we're, you know, saying, oh, you know, trade, uh, you know. Uh, sign Harper. Breck, sign everybody. Trade Breck, yeah, trade Brett Gardner for Corey Kluber and then sign Harper and Machado. No, these are all moves. Like, yeah, they're flashy, but they're all doable. I mean, you know, they're, they're all puzzle pieces that fit into place. So, yeah. Just do it. Like, this is – we're giving you a clear path, Yankees. I don't know Ooh. what this payroll is, but it's it's probably high. But It's probably like 240 if I had a guess. I didn't I thought number. about trying to figure it out, yeah. and I was like, eh, I don't feel like it. I'll probably do it later when I can't sleep at like 2 in the morning. But, um, okay, let's do some DMs. Let's fuck with some DMs. I, I think they're going to be pretty repetitive because I think we just covered everything. But let's let's give it a go. Jake Smith, which prospects would your would – you yourself deem untouchable by the organization, and who do you think the organization Cashman sees as untouchable in potential deals? Well, me and Brian Cashman and Tommy Smokes, we all think alike, so it's all going to be the same answer. Who do we have as untouchable? Florial, unless it's for, like, Max Scherzer. Yeah. Is that it? Uh, untouchable. Is I that mean, Glaber, if you want to – Oh, well, he's not untouchable. I don't consider him a prospect anymore. But yeah, he's the only one that's untouchable. I, uh, and honestly, I don't think he's – if you're telling me they oh, can you know get... what? One more. I have one more. Anthony Siegler. No one's touching him. I think he's like a big-time future guy. That's the guy we just drafted. Yeah, yeah. They're not trading whatever. him. Um, I, I, Florial, though, if you're telling me the Yankees could get Kluber for Florial without also including yeah, Sheffield or yeah, Andujar, I, yeah. I would do it. Yeah. But if you're, but if it's going to be Floral and Florial and Andujar, then I'm not doing it. But – Honestly, no one's. I don't think anyone's untouchable in the farm system. Florio's the closest thing we have. Right. But, right. Yeah. I don't think they want to trade Siegler. I don't think Siegler's being talked about. I don't think they. They just. He's. They a, I mean, he's know. not even like on the radar yet. I feel like just because right. he's so. But yeah. they value him very high. He's. I mean, he literally does everything you possibly want. He's an asshole. He thinks he can play every position and throw with every arm and, and kick the ball and whatever. But All right, I just have. I, I have a quick rant here. Do you have an iPhone X? No. Do you – whenever I open my phone, like, from – and let me know anyone else listening if they have the same problem. When I open my phone, like, you know, with my face ID, it automatically opens to the phone porn. app. Oh, I was going to say porn. It auto, No, it automatically opens to the phone app in, like, recent. So when I – and I never have it – like, usually it should open to what you just had open. I never have the phone app open, but whenever I – What's the phone app? Like the numbers? Like phone. Like it goes to recents. And then oh. sometimes I accidentally call, like I accidentally just call Noah Ives, the producer of Chicks Office. <laughs> you just call Noah at, like every day? As he's at uh, People's Choice Awards. No, I don't call him every day, but I'd call them, I guess, Thursday. I don't know why I called them, but I called them. So I accident when I went up to recents, I, I was trying to get out of it and I hit thumb, but I, you know, my thumb hit his name by accident. That's happened before. I've called like five or 10 people that way where why I opened you just my turn app. off the face thing. It's not the face ID. It's like, however, whenever I unlock my phone, for oh, some just, reason, that's what opens. Have you ever reset your phone to try and do that? Yeah. Oh. I mean, I've reset my phone and stuff. 
that's like the, usually the number one problem solver is just reset your phone. Um, I've never used the. I mean, I don't have the face app ID, but I have the finger thing. The finger thing is un- unbeatable. I love the finger finger. Face ID is unbelievable too. Is it? Yeah, it's awesome. I at first was a little hesitant, but it's it's a it's game changing. I'm just in awe of it every time I use it. <laughs> you think you're like in the future or something? Yeah. Um, Jake. Other questions he had out of Keiko, Paxton, Corbin. Which two would you like? Uh, well, we picked Paxton and Cor. Oh no, sorry. Well, okay. So of Keiko, Paxton, Corbin, who would you like? So Corbin, obviously, and then who would you rather, Keiko or Paxton? Probably. Keiko is coming as a signing. Paxton is you're giving up a lot. So probably Keiko. I just, yeah, I just, I'm not, I don't like the idea of James Paxton. I don't like the idea of either of those two, uh, as I've said, but just because Keiko is only going to cost money. Uh, I'll, I'll go with him. Okay. Also, I, I don't think the Yankees are going to get two lefties because I don't think they're going to have three lefties in their rotation. You don't like the rationale of just lefties so no one hits the ball in the right field? I don't like their rationale because the Red Sox have a million right-handed right. power bats. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's not great. That's why Corey Kluber really works. Yeah. If we don't sign Corey Kluber. If we don't trade for Corey Kluber, we're going to have some problems. So that really would, that would help things. Uh, how do you feel about Gardner and CC signs? Talk about that. Waste of money, even though blah, blah, blah. And cover Bruce. Okay, great. Thanks, Jake. Uh, Mark says, why are so many Yankee fans against signing Machado or Harper? Seems stupid. If you got a chance to add one of those guys to your lineup for the next eight to 10 years, seems like a no brainer. I think we're in agreement there. Um, why are they against it? I don't really know why you'd be against Harper. I, I really don't. I don't think there's any negative to signing Harper. Obviously the Machado negatives is that he's an immature prick, uh, and that he'd be a terrible example to the young guys. Um, no one knows if he could really hit. Uh, in the, in in October, no one knows if he can handle the pressure with the media. Uh, there's tons of negatives. There's tons of positives. Harper, I don't really see, and I haven't really seen like, no, we can't sign Harper. I haven't really seen that. Yeah, I mean, some people think Harper is like a dick. Basically, they think he's a bit of a diva or whatever. I don't totally get that impression. But yeah, I don't. I every Yankee fan should want one of them. Like, yeah. it, it's it is a case of I know I said. When people say it's not your money, I don't think you should always say that. But it is really a case of it's not your money, and it's not going to hamstring the Yankees' financial future. So one of them should be had. Uh, yeah, you can make a case for either of them. But if people don't want either of them, I mean, come on. Yeah, like you're just a loser. Um, Andrew Mendez says, would you rather sign Marwin Gonzalez or Daniel Murphy as a utility infield? You mentioned Marwin Gonzalez. Yeah, I mentioned both those names. I mean, as a utility infielder, it's definitely Marwin because Daniel Murphy is the exact opposite of a utility infielder. He is a yeah, DH. It's so true. Um, I, mean, I love Daniel Murphy's bat, but if you're giving me a choice of one of the two, I'd probably go Marwin just because the defensive flexibility. What are Marwin's numbers? Like you could They're tell. Not me great. I looked him up. Right? I, he, he hit 246 last year, Ugh, no. I, I believe, but he's been better in the past. Um. I like the idea of Marwin Gonzalez more than I actually like him, if that makes any sense. Oh, Isn't no, that like a right. movie quote? Is this, what's that movie quote? I like the idea of it more. I like than, the idea of you. The role maybe. models? The role models? I don't know. I think it's role but models. Last year, ask the kid. Who, yeah, it is. Yeah. 247 average last year, 16 homers, 68 RBIs. Not awful. 324 OBP. Here for you, 303 with a 377 OBP. 23 homers, 90 RBIs. So he he's legit. He could be legit. Career 264 hitter. Uh believe he's a switch hitter. Yeah, switch hitter. 
So, and he plays like literally everywhere. He could play left field. He could play first base. He, he plays the. Uh, he right has field. actually played every single position besides catcher. Yeah. So that's one true. of those oh, two. That's crazy. I'm going, I'm going Marwin out of Holy those. Holy shit! This guy has played short, first, out, left field, second base, third base, DH, right, and center. That's insane. Oh my! And a lot of innings at like most of these positions. He just really doesn't hit. Actually, he had 90 RBIs in 2017. Yeah, like you, yeah. yeah. I mean, if he gives me 2017 Marlon Gonzalez with 23 bombs, 90 RBIs, 303 batting average, sure. He's definitely someone I'm kicking the tires on. Uh, the him, quote, him, Daniel Murphy, uh, Michael Brantley, all guys are kicking the tires on. The movie quote I was uh, referring to was from Role Models. Um, Sean William Scott asks the guy, Do you like Coke, like the soda? And Augie Farks, who's basically you. In real life, you're the same person as this person. Which one? Who's Augie Farks? Uh, the guy who bout, fights in medieval times, the kid. The, all, right, all right. Go fuck yourself, Steve uh, McLovin. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. McLovin, yeah. Uh, he, he he responds to, do you like Coke? He says, I like the idea of it more than I actually like it. The fact that you just said that gotcha. quote makes, makes you Augie Farks. Yeah, that's not great, but whatever. <laughs> said it word for word. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's um, a thing people say. People who imagine they're in medieval times all the time. Uh, Guardy season says, if C sucks, I assume he means CC, and has a bloated ERA, put him as a coach role and put him with Sheffield and Seve. Guardy can make the first or second year guys and teach them a thing or two. I don't know. All right. Well, yeah, he's this is the CC thing. Yeah, CC's not really pitching well. Start the year. Fucking fire Liar Rothschild and make CC the pitching coach. Yep. That would be fire. We talked about it. Manager, oh. whatever you need. That would be fire. Just designated arguer. $8 million pitching coach. The most unnecessary pitching coach. How about coach. that? Just designated arguer. Like, when instead of Aaron Boone getting tossed in the game, like, CeCe just goes out there. and CeCe could also coach Aaron Boone how to, like, be a better arguer. Yeah, he could pump up the clubhouse. I like There's it. a lot he could do. He's versatile. CeCe's going to be valuable at $8 million. Gardner, not so much. But CeCe's going to – he's going to earn his $8 mil, 100%. Uh, Nick Tierlink says, if we lose out on Machado, who do we like for – for to fill the void while Didi is out. I like the idea of Josh Harrison and move Glaber to short. Maybe bring Neil Walker back. Yeah, I mean, we basically talked about this completely. Um, you like Scooter. I like Josh Harrison. So let's pick your poison. I mean, I also like, I don't hate Scooter Jeanette. I just don't know how we get him. I really don't think Cashman can just convince them to give us Scooter Jeanette. But he's okay, done. Never know. He also traded a guy with a fucking broken hand for Jay Happ. So, yeah. If you notice I said Jay Happ lately, I haven't said J.A. Yeah, it's good big of you you're learning just in time for him to never be a part of the yankees just in time to never talk about him ever again yeah um nathan wegman uh i don't know if he owns wegmans if you do i would love your wegmans chinese foods fucking fire uh if machado actually comes and andy hart isn't traded this offseason would miggy move to first when dd's so that's the quite yeah like what if they don't trade andy hart and they sign machado what do we do with that guy uh maybe left field disaster uh or third base and machado play short That's oh, right. Kind of a, well, then what about when Didi comes back? I mean, he sort of crossed that bridge when he got to it. You, may, you know, work during the season for Andrew Hart. Or, or, or Andrew Hart DHs, and you put Giancarlo in left. Maybe we can try and get away with, like, ten infielders. Ten fielders. Just, like, sneak yeah. him out there. <laughs> just, like, try. That's the worst. Yeah. Um... Chris I do think they can, I will say I do think they can coexist. Like I don't think it's Andujar or Machado by any stretch, especially with the DD injury. Right, I do agree. 
The DD injury opened the door for a lot of shit, although it's not the most ideal thing. But he is right. going to be back. He's not going to miss the whole year, at least we don't think. Uh, Chris with a K says, Hi, Hubs. Could you guys rank the order of the Yankees' interest in starting pitchers? Oh, we kind of just did that. And started. Yeah, we did that whole. We literally, that's our whole podcast. Yeah. So, so just go back. Just, just if you've reached this point, we answered your question. Yeah. Uh, Rachel says, uh, does Greg Bird have a place on this team? He has a place on the sun. He has a place on Elon Musk's rocket. Uh, he has a place in hell. He's got a place in a cave. Maybe the California fires. Just kidding. But oh, oh, oh. <laughs> fucking, I just don't like him. I want him gone. I was doing so well. We've done like it feels like a two hour podcast, and then I like then I wished complete death on Greg Bird. But I think that that's long enough for me. Oh, that guy, that guy can't be back. All right, so this was good. This was fun. I don't know how long this, this might have been. Like five hours, it feels like. Uh, like, I think it's gonna push about an hour fifty. Probably we're gonna be looking at by time. Right, people have been waiting for something like this. So good. Um, I we we're still probably a ways away from getting any of these answers. Um, you'll probably hear from us. I mean, you will hear from us again. Uh, but because you know rumors are gonna come out left and right. You know, yeah. Harper Harper's visiting the White Sox. Oh my God, maybe he's visiting the Yankees today. I've gotten like tips here and there. I'm not buying them yet from certain people. I don't really buy any of this shit in November. But we I would we say don't... at this point we've probably we'll probably be on less of a regular schedule and more of a when something happens, we'll be there. I guess feeling good about a Luke Voigt interview coming. I've made some headway the last this weekend. Uh so feeling good about a Luke Voigt interview coming. Uh we'll let this breathe for a little bit. Maybe hopefully that'll be the next time you hear from us. We'll have uh, we'll have the future first base from the Yankees on the on the pod. That'd be really cool. Um, and I think I'm I think I've convinced myself this weekend because I didn't do anything. This was the first weekend I had to myself. Did like you know planning shit out. I think I'm gonna really try to get down to Tampa for the spring. I think I'm, spring I'm, training. Yeah, I'm gonna spend like a weekend out there. Um, yeah, that'd be cool. I've had a few players kind of reach out this weekend. They were like, "Let's fucking do some shit." I'm like, "Yep." Okay, great. Don't have to ask me twice. Don't have to pull my arm. I'll I'll pay for my own flight. I don't even care. Yeah. Um, but it's gonna be it's a long fucking winter. How are the Knicks doing? Let's find out the let's uh live Knicks score. Oh, we're down one fifteen eighty three, and that was the Knicks. Great. Oh, um, Yankee Stadium will be in use this this coming weekend. Talk about that real quick. Syracuse, my fucking team. Yeah, we're we're powerhouse football team. All of a sudden, we are playing Notre Dame. It's gonna be fucking unbelievable. How big of a mistake is game day not being there? Did you see where game day is going to be uh, this weekend? Where? UCF playing Cincinnati. Ugh. Ugh. Who the fuck cares about that game? Yeah, I'm a little sour about this game because for our Panera College football show, we have one road trip or two road trips left. And one of them's Army-Navy. The other was going to – was scheduled to be LSU with Texas A&M. And then there was thought of, wow, we could switch that to Yankee Stadium because that way we don't have to travel the week Are they doing Thanksgiving. they that? Go to Texas A&M. No, it ended up not working out. So no. we're going to A&M. Set oh. another name Syracuse, which sucks. I thought we were uh, like in contact with Stan. They put us in contact with the owner and everything. It, it fell through, not on like their end. I'm not sure what. I think it was maybe production truck Logistics stuff. Wise, um, yeah. We can barely do anything. Yeah, everyone was. I mean, whatever. Like, uh, I'm probably less upset than everyone else just because, I don't know. I mean, a trip to Texas, it is what it is. I kind of like traveling, but uh, yeah, it, well, it is it is less convenient. That sucks. God damn, I thought that was going to be like a sure thing. I am actually not even going to be in the city. I'm going to be in Boston. Fuck me. But uh, I can't escape Boston, it looks like. What are you doing in Boston in the off season? I have a friend there. 
I'm going to see a friend. All right, fair enough. Sorry, I have friends. Um, but Yankee Stadium first. I've never been for a football game, but I mean the tickets are like four hundred dollars. It's crazy how expensive they are. Oh wait, have they announced a spread? I'm meaning to look for that. I don't think announce they announced the spread. Who says that? <laughs> what does that mean? No one announced. I don't know. Like, has the line come out? Is how I think you would say. Has the spread come out? Release the spread. I guess I could have released. Said. Announce the spread. It's like it's like someone's gonna go the the spread for the Syracuse Notre Dame game. That should be announced. The TV. There should be a crown <laughs> top crown a town crier that announces that. Please be low. Ten. Ugh. I'll be pulling for it. Uh, for Syracuse. I, I mean, Hill, I, don't, I fucking hate Notre Dame. Like, Me too. Like I hate all. They're so. Oh, they think they're so much better than everyone else. Like not like talent wise. They think like they're better people. Yeah, I always yep. say I say it every week on the college football show. Brian Kelly killed a kid. People forget that. Did he? Yeah, and it was like a storm, and he made someone go up and uh, tape the practice, and thing fell over. No way, really? Yeah, it never gets talked about. <laughs> what? I might blog that this weekend, this week, just like on Friday. It's, it's, it's a, like. Yeah, it's a known. It's like it's not. You won't be breaking news like people. No, know I know, I know. But like, just remind people, like, fuck Notre Dame. Yeah. Their coach is a killer. That might be received poorly. I've had, I had yeah. a blog people get me. real mad at me when I say that. Uh, really, just Notre Dame people that are like have some respect, but whatever. I had a two for yeah. on on Saturday. I managed to. Was it no Friday? I had a two for on Friday. I managed to um, make fun of. A, an announcer who happened to have cerebral palsy. Um, I just thought he was cross-eyed, so I called him. I said, Riggs, you look like this guy. Uh, ended up, yeah, he's got cerebral palsy, uh, so that's not great. And uh, I uh, saw this video of a jazz fan dancing. Uh, thought, it was, thought he was awesome. Thought he was great. He was distracting some players. And he might have a little bit of a disability. Didn't know that. So I, I, that's a two-for-one on Friday night. Not great. Um, yeah, so... That's that's my off-season blogging life. So we're going to try to avoid those this week. And we'll focus on Brian Kelly killing people. Instead. Yep. Great. Sounds awesome. like a, sounds like a plan. Awesome. I'm going to go what? Cowboys just scored a touchdown. Great. Yeah, I don't want to talk about it. Love it. Getting seven and a half. Um, okay, so that's our show. We are rambling. We are It's late. Uh, thanks for listening. Great, great show. Great listening, everybody. Everyone did a great job listening this week. Pat yourselves in the back. If you look, if you withstood the hour and the almost yeah. two hour show, like, good job, like you guys, you thank guys you. are the real MVPs. We thank you. You know what? Let's how about we uh, let's like test people. Let's give a secret message and tweet it at us if you actually made it this far. What's the there, are we to give them a prize? No, just like no, <laughs> <laughs> we'll just no. We'll like the tweet we maybe to retweet it. Yeah, but. It's just like it's like a little secret thing. Like, yeah, I listened that I made it through that. Um, Maybe I will give a prize to everybody that listens. No, I can't do that. Just there, maybe there. the number forty-seven. I can't count. Do we even have forty-seven people? You listen? can't I'm count. <laughs> I'm saying what? someone to just tweet Ow. the number forty-seven at us. I was telling someone this weekend that I have a problem spelling out words on a piece of paper, like if they're word, and, and they. I got and, it. The lion walks at midnight. Just tweet that at us? Yeah, just tweet it. If you made it this far and listened to it all, just tweet at both of us. And what's the short porch account? <laughs> we should probably know that off the top of our head. But at short underscore porch, isn't it? 
Yeah. Yeah. At, so tweet at Tom Scabelli, at Barstool Hubs, at short underscore porch. The lion walks at midnight. Do you remember? Do you remember when we first started out? And we, we actually don't have a, like quite a few episodes at this point, but um, it used to be porch short. Yeah, just, so dumb. <laughs> and then we couldn't figure out that you just had to, we, we just did underscore between short and porch. Yeah. It worked. I think we tried a bunch. I think that must have like not been available, then been available. I feel like we should have. We must have tried that. Porch short. <laughs> um, Remarkable. Also, we have one follower. Also trying to. I don't, well, let's both plug our personal Instagrams. I think uh, I'm personally trying to build that up. This is uh, just at, for uh, you. Yeah, at Tom Scavelli. Same thing as uh, Twitter. T O M S C I B like boy, E like Edward, L like Lauren, L like Lauren again, I like Igloo. Trying to build up the personal Instagram brand. I know. I mean, you're, you're got to be on the same wave with me, right? I'm uh I'm at twenty five ninety on fall. I've just, I just started promoting mine like the last two months. It's same. actually I, don't, like, you, cool. I haven't posted anything in like two months. Like it, we're such a Twitter company, Bar, uh, Barstool. We forget that Instagram's like huge. Yeah, and I look at all of our other personalities on Instagram. I think like Trill has like six thousand or nine thousand. Like that's it. Like some right. people, we just don't I, have. Dave a lot of... is Dave is the only one that I think has more on Instagram. That's because he posts a pizza review every day. Big Cat has like right. half as many on Instagram. Yeah. It looks like Riggs. Like so, but if you look at athletes and celebrities, they all have more on Instagram. So I'm trying to pay more attention to Instagram. Also, I want to get 10k so I could do swipe ups. I want to do swipe ups because that's how, well, you don't even blog. Like blogging is like my main profession, and like. You can get some serious like clicks yeah, off. Yeah, and we can promote the podcast on swipe ups too. Yeah, so I would love to get a 10k. So follow um, us, please follow. Now I have a pretty no. Don't spoil it. You've seen it. I have a pretty sick video dropping today. <laughs> what did you text me to start that? Like, I it, like would you take this seriously or something? <laughs> yeah, something like that. I don't know. <laughs> so be ready for that. I had a fire Q and A that I did yesterday. Yeah, I may do that one night this week. We'll see. All things to grow the brand. Yeah, for sure. All right, guys. Take care.